right, we're recording again. Welcome to episode two of Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call Mike Nine Studios, part of Podcast Detroit. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian. Tonight's bookers are God Loves, Bronson Kills, Dickie Bronson. How you doing? Let me turn your mic on first. There we go. How you doing, Dickie Bronson? Hi. Hey, you sound much better now. Thanks. All right, coming to us the, by the way of the oral surgeon, Creep, Creeper. What's up, what's up? You sound good for a dude who just had his mouth reworked. Hey, man. Yeah. I can take it. That's, <laughs> it's just a Tuesday in your world. Keep up that uh, fucking attitude. I'll rework your mouth again. Oh, no, here we go. On the Skype machine, coming to us from Houston, <laughs> Texas, we got with us again, Kid Static. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? You look beautiful. Oh, yeah, we got you on video this time. And then uh, joining us in studio this round, and now hailing from the law offices of Dewey Cheatham and Howe, our resident pop culture guru, and this uh, podcast attorney, first letter, first name, Jay. How you doing? How you doing? Good. I think I got you turned down, though. Fucking fuck. Crank him. There you go. No, no, you were fine. Give me, give me some sound there, Jay. How you doing? I do well. There thanks. we go. Well, this thing's off to a roaring start here, <laughs> guys. Thanks again. We're calling this uh, booking pop culture, but uh, seems to be more uh, comic book superhero bullshit. All the shit that we grew up with uh, probably led us into wrestling. Uh, that and uh, fascination with shiny underwear. Um, Nick, uh, Static, we got to start off. What the fuck happened at the end of the show last time? Um, we're at a little bit of, you know, some static, and uh, um, and then you disappeared on us. Talk yeah, to us. Yeah, boys, it, it was craziness. So uh, it was our first podcast, so, you know, I wasn't really uh, all that prepared for it, believe it or not. No, no, and uh, I made the rookie mistake of leaving my garage door wide open. What did in you which, do, Nick? Um, you know, at that point, had, we had a crime of opportunity at our residence where a uh, stranger came into our p- garage and stole my fucking wallet right off my uh, now, table in there. You left so, your wallet on the table in your open dude, garage. Thank you. This is I you you had mentioned Dickie, this. I don't. Who let keep... me finish, okay? All right. So There's usually more. I shut the door, the garage door. As soon as the sun goes down, but I wanted to do the uh, the podcast, so I t- totally forgot about it. Thank you. And as my wife was exiting to go uh, yeah, run to the fault. corner store, she saw someone exiting our garage. What did he look in like? Which I, in which I pursued with my two buddies, Smith and Wesson. And, uh, you know, I didn't catch him, but it's the closest I've ever come to shooting at a person. What did he look and, like? And... Uh, at that point, you know, I, I totally forgot we were rolling. Hopefully you fucking muted me because I was going ape shit. We, no, no, we heard all of does. it. We got everything. We heard about it. I thought you were beating your wife. Yeah, I beat the shit out of her. And, you know, it was her fault completely. <laughs> no. Uh, but, yeah, I just canceled. I didn't have much in it. No cash. No nothing. I just Dramatic. canceled my credit cards, and that was pretty much the end of it. I was more upset that I sat through five minutes of Eddie Venom plugging himself. And all his shit he has coming up, and I didn't have an opportunity to plug my shit. But we'll leave that for another episode. You'll have time you know. as, as long as you – is your garage closed now? My garage door is currently closed, okay. uh, and yeah. it is heavily armed, right. and so is the rest of the house. How I do you arm to... your garage? Is this like a Home Alone situation? You jimmy-rigged the garage with booby traps? I live in Texas now, and it's That's... just – 
kind of a thing. And if someone's on your property, you can fucking kill them. Well, so I was going to bring that up. So we we have an attorney here. And my question to to attorney based in Michigan and can practice in Wisconsin, and then Nick living in Houston, where everyone carries a gun, can I I know CCW laws here? You have to essentially be trapped in order to shoot somebody. Yeah, I actually uh, when I was in law school, uh, our criminal law professor. Uh, often talked about uh, Texas gun laws and how they were a little different. They're fucked. And he brought up the fact that there's not officially but unofficially a needed some killing defense in that, well, (laughs) he he was on my property. Judge, he needed some killing. They're coming right for us. And and the Uh, judge will just sort of go, yep. What people... What people say is, if you sh- if if you catch a home invasion in, in in Texas and you shoot them, kill them, finish them off. Because if you don't, they'll sue the fuck out of you, and then you'll be in courts forever. That so there is been... a there is a really gray line there, but that's definitely a line that you know we're a part of now. <laughs> so uh, you know, when in Rome, uh, you know, pack heat. So. There we go. We're ready to <laughs> shoot people, apparently. Yeah, but no, we live in a He's nice in neighborhood, park. which was what's really fucked up about the whole situation. You know, my wife was upset the whole deal, as one does when, you know, your home essentially gets invaded. Sure. So, yeah, it was fucked. But anyways, great first episode. Yeah, <laughs> no, we left on a bit of a cliffhanger, so we had to do a second episode just to get that story. Um, so everything's cool. But answer the question, though. Why... Who who keeps their wallet in their garage? <laughs> uh, funny question. I mean, uh, it was it was one of those weird days where just shit was kind of weird, and it was hot that day in Texas. So I was wearing jeans, and I got home from work, and I, as soon as I got home from work, <laughs> I dropped trowel in the garage oh, and put on some shorts, and uh, I took the gar- uh, my wallet out and. I just said it there, not thinking that some fuck would walk into no, my garage. No, yeah, no, you're not thinking that. Eight o'clock at night. So your garage door was up, and you were taking your pants off, and you live in a nice neighborhood. <laughs> Essentially, that's the long and short of it. I okay. guess. Okay. No pun intended. No, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'm glad to hear everyone's okay. Creep. Thank you. Uh, you're coming to us from the oral surgeon, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're a gamer, bro. Talk to us. Uh, you had your face reworked this morning. What 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 took place? Yeah, basically, I went to the endodontist, and he looks at the roots and nerves of your teeth. He gave me a root canal a week ago, and I went and got that capped yesterday. So they already gave me a few pokes of Novocaine and all that good stuff. And then uh, did it all over again today, but this time they had to cut me open and go in above the root, through the gums, and they drilled a small hole in my face. But these are your top teeth, so basically they're they're going in about where your nostrils are. Yeah, just in between that small little part in between your nose and your top teeth. I wish somebody took a picture because I was talking to you before. I, I I feel like somebody had to have taken your lip and like clipped it up to your eyelids in order to get it all that. Yeah, honestly, like it for as good of an experience as it was, like I felt <laughs> no pain, zero whatsoever. But I felt everything else like i was completely awake and aware and the small time that i had my eyes open all i saw was four people directly above my face and they had this weird like fire in the sky type camera slash microscope directly like if i sat forward i'd bust my teeth it was right in front of my face holding me down so 
And, you know, I'm kind of long and lanky, so my elbows are over the armrests in the chair. But, no, they're standing over me, so my arms, my elbows are pinned right to my sides, and I'm leaning back as far as I can, and it's just really, really, really tense. You give me yeah. a panic attack. Oh, yeah, wait, that it gets better. Sounds like shit. Fire in the sky <laughs> fucked me up for life. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, true. I've known no Rich good. since high school, and he has yet to stop talking about how freaked out he is about that. <laughs> I used to call Nick's ex girlfriend when I was riding my bike home from the bar because I was afraid of being abducted by aliens and I needed to distract myself. I used to have to call. I call Renee because she's the only one that didn't think I was insane. Want to get and I would call her. I'd be like, "Nothing. Just thinking about aliens. Want to think about something else?" So I yeah, my you need home. to worry about the people, man. Because like, I voluntarily went into this chair, and they didn't literally have me strapped down, but inside I felt like I was. But I was, they, you weren't knocked out. No, I was completely awake and aware. And this is like right before they start to actually like cut into your gums. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, I didn't feel any pain, but I felt them ripping apart like styrofoam, and then holding it open with two little hooks. So one girl's holding the hooks open, which is holding my oh. gums open. And then the other guy is taking like a very small exacto uh, knife style tool and poking a hole in my skull. Oh my God, I'm so turtled right now. Yeah, it, in, in the bone. So it's like crunching and scraping and crunching and scraping. And this is all centralized like directly under your eyes. Yeah, no, it, it, you yeah, know the, I mean? the, like, probably the, the most nerves in your body. But I was completely numb. Let's have it's Doug on the podcast, dude, Rick yeah. says. Yeah, hey, Chris, ask him about his day. dental surgery. Yeah. Yeah. The day he gets his face ripped open. You know, it's, it's totally the last cool. time I went to the dentist, I watched Wally. It was fantastic. They had the little screen. Once they rocked you back, it was above you, and that they had a movie nice. selection. It was fantastic. Yeah, I had no, a great time. I had my X-rays to my right and a big machine to my left with all the pokey and stuff. Yeah, I guess that's that's the thing. That how long were you sitting there? Uh, I went in there, waiting, probably. 45 minutes but once the procedure started the, yeah the, the procedure i mean 20 minutes oh well that's not long and it, literally painless but i you know i was awake and aware oh i i thought you were <laughs> sitting there for like two hours no. i would have went stir crazy can they you even have can a, you feel your face now in the shit that they did it feels like i, I got kicked tell in the mouth. that shit hurts i, can and I mean face i can't I'm really lift you. my upper lip like if and i smile I big you. my brain just says no don't do that so, but there's stitches in there, you know, mm-hmm. they had to close me back up and they filled me up with some kind of like caulk. They put caulk in my they mouth. They put some caulk in your mouth? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> all right, I'm going to push pause for a second here. <laughs> no, but then they stitched up my gums and they had some girl who was like training and he's asking me if. Oh, if that's she, always good. She steps in and I'm just like, yeah, go ahead. And I just want someone new in my mouth. Yeah. Was but, it a girl or a guy that put their caulk in your mouth? I think it was the guy, but there okay. were three girls there, I just so it evened out. Knew in my mouth. There were three girls there, so it evened out. One yeah, guy is not a big deal. Out. Yeah, as long as there's more women than men watching, it's not. No, they were all in my mouth, all of them at the same time. Damn, man. Yeah. Like a circus with, seal. with a microscope. That's what the new girl came in, just to look through the microscope that's pointed uh, half of an inch above my gums, and they're working inside this little hole in my skull. Did you say Slayer afterwards, and therefore you were fine? No, I probably couldn't say anything. The okay. whole left side of my face was completely... I, I'm surprised that you're speaking right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. okay. It feels and, like uh, I got I mean, kicked for in the, the teeth. most part, yeah, you don't look terribly puppy. So the question, the million-dollar question is, did your dentist tell you to lay off the Mountain Dew? Because that's probably what caused this <laughs> No, he said good luck this weekend when I wrestled. Yeah, I was going to say, he literally did the Mountain Dew wasn't so much the issue. Not at all. It was a course, steel case, steel chair to the face. Of course he said good luck. He fucking funded his kid's college yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. I just wait, made wait, his wait. weekend I, really good. I'm not good. familiar with this story now. You guys are uh, just, all of a sudden now. This is a you know this dentist. <laughs> like, explain to me what this situation. This is, is the second time I went and saw him over probably like six years. So. You know, all of Doug's teeth are fake, right? I had my teeth knocked out, all four fronts. You know who did it? Uh, yeah, no, I remember that now. But, but yeah, you there? show me. But I mean, I'm, but I'm, how do you I'm get a root canal? How do you get dark. a root canal from that though? Because that was years and years ago. Well, three of them are completely capped. The one was didn't have to be capped. They just did the root canal, and the tooth itself wasn't as damaged as the other three. Well, that tooth eventually died, and uh, I, I don't know what it's called, like subversion or something inside the tooth in the root Ugh, starts to decay brutal so instead of just pulling the whole tooth they go in through the front of your face from above and they took out like the tip of the root which was all like fading away in my oh, x-rays you can fucked. see my, it looks like a dark spot my tip is so rooted right now yeah. I oh that tip i feel like a little girl <laughs> well that's nowhere near my mouth so anyways all right you're doing better creepy <laughs> yeah Thanks, man. it's only been us. five hours so you never know yeah yeah and uh, you'll be fine I think so too. Everything's uh, it's good prescriptions. Everything's good. Yeah, definitely. That's why I'm in such uh, high spirits. Yeah, you're in a really good mood. If you're happy and you know it, shake your meds. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I, yeah. I have a I have a uh, a job for you, creeper. Yeah. Uh, as everyone right. may or may not know, actually nobody knows. Um, we're recording this on uh, Tuesday, May the third. Tomorrow is May the fourth, as in May the fourth be with you. Star Wars Day. Uh, Jay and I are, are partaking in some Star Wars trivia uh, tomorrow night with uh, Eddie Venom, and uh, and we need some uh, we need some practice. So I've given you a stack of uh, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit cards. I think it's mainly the uh, the original trilogy. There might be some Episode One and a little bit of Episode Two. What about the Christmas special? You know what? Honestly, there are a couple Ewoks. that might be in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna be keeping you on your toes. Yeah, so if any at any night. moment you want to ask Jeremy a question, uh, if you want to, why don't you grab one right now? All right, here we go. Um, Greedo, as we see by your little action figure, there he what is. was his occupation? Bounty hunter. He was a bounty hunter. You were absolutely correct. Yeah, okay. good job, boys. Is there a harder question? That's the one, <laughs> yeah. There's probably a bunch of harder. Yeah, questions. ask a harder question. Uh, who had Han sent back to the ship just before Greedo appeared? Chewie. All right, maybe they're not hard enough. Wait, who had... Wait, 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 wait. Just before Greedo appeared? Yeah, just yeah. before Greedo appeared, he uh, he said Oh, who had Han said... Yeah, he said yeah, Chewie yeah, back to the Gibbons. Because they, they yeah. had a bunch Chewie of suckers the there. That's right. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I got, a, I got one. Okay. Wait. Huh. How many paragraphs comprise the opening crawl text of Star Wars? Three. Three. Yeah. Oh God, you're fucking nerds. Yeah. All right, bro. It's, up, it's up to us. Yeah. Well, we everything in Star, guys. everything in Star Wars is based on three. So, the trilogy. There's usually three planets. There's going to be three trilogies. Yeah. Yeah. Money, okay. Money, money. You just so, stole anyway. my answer, Rick. Be honest. No, I totally did. But uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking three. You jumped in. Um, you're not going to be at Augie's tomorrow. Um, so, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's start off here. I mean, basically. Uh, uh, the things that that have kind of come up in the since our last time last time we recorded, uh, Netflix has announced that uh, there's going to be a Punisher series uh, spinoff. Nick, I know you're going to be pretty happy about that. 
Are you going to be happy about finally, that? Finally, have, finally, finally. Have you finally. watched any Daredevil yet, the season two? Yes, I am about uh, three quarters of the way through the season, uh, season two. So uh, shit is awesome. Yeah. And uh, some friends of mine are telling me, just wait, because if you're familiar with the comics, they're like, there's no way they can do all this. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do all that. So uh, I'm looking forward to all of that uh, stuff coming up. All Super right. stoked. Yeah, I think I'm about episode six myself. So. Oh, you guys aren't done? No, I know oh. you finished it, dude. I, <laughs> I haven't finished it. Shame. You haven't watched any I of it? I've not, not seen a single second of that show. Did it's you so see good. the ep- Did you see season one? No. Do you have Netflix? Hey, Dickie, yes. why don't you give Creep my uh, Netflix login? I have you got Netflix. It anyway. Okay, I'll give it right Thank now. You. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah. I can't actually say the password His out loud. email address. <laughs> Like, literally, not just because it would give away your Netflix clicks in, but because it's really inappropriate. I changed it, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's better now. Because I, I, I had to give it to a coworker, so I changed it. But, yeah, it was it was a little blue. Oh, well, that, that's not a problem. This, there's nothing PG about this. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, we don't, no, want, a, we don't want anyone logging into your Netflix. <laughs> already stolen your wallet. So. <laughs> I appreciate the favor, though. Thank no, you. it's so good. I'm not a Walking Dead fan. And I, yeah, fuck it. I haven't watched it in. I have no seasons. desire. Maybe yeah. it's great, but fuck you. That's why I don't watch it. Yeah, I watched the first you. season and a half, but, but I read all the comics. There so. it is. So when they hired the dude as Shane, the playing the Punisher, I was like, eh, whatever. I don't know. He's so fucking good. Yeah, yes. perfect. He's, He's great. So, like I the second right in the first episode when you just see him walking down the hallway, like, and he just dismantles that gun, mm-hmm. like, and the three seconds he's in it, he's yeah, fucking no, he perfect. was made for he this part. He just looks yeah. like Frank Castle. No, he does. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and then they Tom layer Lane, it. Eh, but I mean, and we and we talked about in episode one of this mm-hmm. show. Let's not shit on the Tom Jane uh, rendition of the Punisher. No, he was great. Besides Travolta, I thought the movie was really enjoyable. I really, I. Why does I everyone still bring like up it. that movie? Does no one seen Warzone? I hate that movie. How easy? Warzone was okay. Warzone was it just ripped felt right from the comic book. A little it was a, video gamey. They, I hate it. it was trying to be Dread. It was trying to be Dread, and Dread was fucking awesome. But Dread came Punisher. out. Dread came out after the Punisher. Did it? Yeah. Are you I sure think about so. that? I'm as almost a, positive. As a movie or a comic book? The the Carl Urban Dread came out in the movies after Punisher Warzone. I'm positive, actually. Uh, around the same so. time. Yeah. Because no, Dread is actually after. based I'm on Googling that this um, invasion uh, Taiwanese movie. I, f- I forget the, t- the title of it. The Raid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's basically, you know, it stole a lot from The Raid. Uh, but... Both great fun films, and that's probably one of my favorite Punisher movies. Well, actually, yeah, absolutely. Uh, comic book superhero movies. I meant overall Warzone. Warzone. Now, now I'm yep. cu- I'm curious. I, I didn't read any of the the Punisher books. I, I'm only familiar with Punisher through his uh, cameos in Amazing Spider-Man and the various Spider-Man offshoots. So. Um, He's one of my favorites, but Dickie, yeah, uh, Rich, and, he turned me on to the Punisher Max series, uh, which is, you know, the TVMA version of comics, and it totally re-sparked my interest in the character and reminded me how badass he was. Sorry to Well, no, and so, and so that's my question, is that uh, what, char- what story arc None. do you think would, look, would be good in a series? Oh, it would be good, because this one, they, they, Kitchen. Mish- they mishmashed all of them. Sure, but so fucking like this one's a mix between like original Punisher and then Punisher Max and then whatever. Uh, what Punisher storyline? 
Yeah, like Hell's in, in Kitchen. Horror. That was the first volume, right? Of the of uh, Max. Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, like for Jessica Jones, they they basically the, the Purple Man saga was very late in the Alias run, and it, it wasn't even a big part of the whole Alias run. But that's that the the, the little. Uh, it's it's the purple man in the comic books. What's his name in the in the in the series? Kilgrave. Kilgrave. So, anyways, yeah, I'm you're just you're looking at me and I just instantly look at <laughs> drawing yeah, power from Viv. Rich will and pull nope. that out any second. Yeah, yeah. 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 I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, no, you, yeah, that was, that was perfect timing. He's looking so, at me like like I know this. Yeah. Um, so I I mean, is there a is there a central Punisher story arc that would be good? There, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of any classic Punisher storylines before. Punisher Max, but Punisher Max, the first volume. So in the Punisher Max, he ages in real time. So he's a legit a Vietnam vet. Still. Oh, wow. And he's older, and he's like been doing it so long, he doesn't even know why he's doing it. It's just all he knows, basically. Like, he knows why, but it's emotionless. It's just, this is what I've done for the past, like, you know, 35 years. So I'm going to just keep killing people. But uh, they uh, basically microchip, who was his sidekick guy in the 80s, who had, like, a van, and he would do, all like, the recon and stuff. Like, they broke up long ago. Microchip basically detains Frank Castle and is trying to deprogram him and be like, you got to stop. So he's the villain, even though he's not really the villain in that one. And it's really interesting Well, story and life. Jay, uh, Jay, I think, I mean, and I've read a lot of Punisher. It's one of my favorite uh, heroes. Uh, the main thing is he doesn't have any superpowers, which is awesome. Yeah. But my favorite storylines is the stuff that's, internal um that's more between people that he knows from his past and stuff as uh way more than like when he fights a evil villain of some kind like the best conflict comes from like the people that he actually knows and cares about and trusts and knows from like that vietnam era you know of that because there's like a secret kind of guild of assassins at some point in some of the 90s comics that he did and the the conflicts with with people that are good guys that you, or at least you think are good guys were way better than any time he did cameos in like Spider Man or anything like that. So, but the Punisher was reinvented like seven times just in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, there was Punisher two thousand, and there was Punisher this that almost how Spider Man had the Amazing Spider Man, the technical Spider Man, the high flying Spider. I mean, it had at, all at these- one oh, point they killed him, and he came back as an angel with magic guns yeah, he pulled out I of mean, his trench coat. It got weird. With it. Well, I think but- Marvel will, Marvel will do that. Yeah, that was I think yeah, that was Casada sure. that got fucking. Well, what brought him it. back to at least comic book readers is what Rich was saying was the Punisher Max series where they were just like, okay, he's a badass. Let's just let him blow people's heads off like what, he should instead of having all these issues. What's cool about that is Garth Ennis, who wrote it, is a big war, World War II history buff, so he knows like his weaponry. So in it, like kind of like an American Psycho, when fucking Patrick Bateman is talking about like, oh, I wore my Brooks Brothers suit with my such and such tie. Frank Castle's going into detail about what weapons he's using and in what order and the strategy. Like, he's That's narrating awesome. that as it's, like, yeah. showing you the panels of what's happening. So you really believe, like, okay, this guy's a fucking war vet. This is what he yeah. would do. Garth yeah, and he's just dangerous. I was just going to oh, yeah. say, that's, that's your guy, Creep. Uh, yeah. I asked Creep to bring some books with him. This is some stuff he was showing at the school uh, eight, nine months ago. We'll start with this other one that, uh, actually, I, the Man Dragon is the one that led me onto this. Garth mm-hmm. Ennis with The Boys, where it's basically uh, superheroes, but the most raw and violent. Just violent. 
Like, if, imagine if Dickie Brownson was a superhero, he'd be a psychotic asshole. I mean, would be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah know. you know what I mean? Like, like he is. Exactly. He's a psychotic <laughs> asshole. So that's the whole thing. And a bonus in this, too, is that Simon Pegg is one of the characters. It's, like, based off of him, his look, and the way Now, explain that. You So the guy wrote the comic, wrote a character based on Simon Pegg, and then went to Simon Pegg and said, hey, I wrote this? After. Yeah. Way after. That's like uh, Samuel L. Jackson when they did the Ultimates comics, which is Marvel's, like, reboot line, mm-hmm. yeah. they made Nick Fury look exactly like Samuel L. Jackson long before the movies, and then somehow... they knew they got... wanted him? No, they didn't even think those were going to be movies. The artist Brian Hitch, a lot of his stuff, like, he did Wanted, the graphic novel. In that, the main character is drawn exactly like Eminem. His dad is dra- drawn exactly like Tommy Lee Jones, and the female lead, who ended up being Angelina Jolie's character, is uh, drawn exactly like Halle Berry. So he uses celebrities for references and like everything he does. Well, even like uh, Game of Thrones, I mean, George R. R. Martin said, like, unless you have uh, Tyrion Lannister p- played by, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy that's like, I'm by. blanking. You know his name. Yeah. Come on. Jay. And we, we determined Jay. that you two Tyrion are the only ones that uh, are, are Come on. Game of Thrones. The- so. Yeah, I forget. Peter Dinklage. There we Peter go. Peter Dinklage. Oh, the little guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, don't say. even have a casting call because Peter Dinklage is Tyrion Lannister. And if he's not, then I'm not going to do the series. Like, that was like one of the caveats of that show even being produced in the first place, which is kind of cool. And there he goes. There he is. Did he just drop off? No, you got him back. Okay. Oh, and we're, we're back. back. Look at him. Oh, all right. I don't know what happened. What just happened there? Okay, He's I have fine. no idea. All right, I do. I, I do like, uh, and obviously we're you know recording audio here. But as you move your, uh, it zooms in and zooms out of your of your room. You have a very nice looking house, by the way. Your connect. You know, I'm surprised that there's uh, <laughs> you know people breaking into garages there, but it's know. pretty fucked up, man. Rich has been here several times to visit, uh, and he knows. I mean. It's a nice neighborhood, so we were we were taken aback by the events that transpired during our first uh, podcast. So yeah. sorry for uh, that. Right. I do have a, another answer for that. Oh. What Punisher storyline? So there's a storyline through Brian Michael Bendis's run on Daredevil, where basically his identity gets out, and there's a trial over whether Matt Murdock is Daredevil or not, and that goes on a long time, which is a fucking great storyline for that. But uh, Ed Brubaker's run after that. The Punisher, so f- this is a spoiler right now, so anybody... Earmuffs, yeah. earmuff kids. Um, go for it. No, for, the com- for the comics. For the oh, comics, okay, right. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. They well, could change it for the Nobody Netflix knows series. how to read. Well, yeah, but this is fucking great. Is uh, So he gets arrested, and he's in jail. The first like fucking Brian Michael Brendis' run ends with Matt Murdock in jail for being Daredevil. So then, and also all of his previous criminals he put away that Daredevil was a part of are null and void. So they're fucking set free. If I remember correctly, that was a big part of it. But so Punisher reads that Matt Murdock is arrested and gets himself thrown into Rikers. Basically, like, sees some guy outside robbing a woman and just goes well beyond and beats, boom, boom, whatever, kills the guy in front of a cop. Perfect opportunity. Gets sent to jail to break Matt Murdock out without him even wanting him to do that. And he has this talk with Matt Murdock about basically, like, you know, the talk before they had in the series about how they're two different guys and you're a bad day away from being me. He has the similar talk, but he's just like, you know what? But you're not me and you shouldn't be like, so don't do it. They touched on that. They touched on that outbreak from the prison in the video game. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So basically, what video game was that? The Punisher. 
It was a one. That was an amazing play game. The oh, PlayStation. Ruthless. Brutal. Oh my god, it was a fantastic game. Yes. Yeah, there were uh, Dude, we used to play that. Two. We used to play that at Batch's house all the time for hours. Oh, that one. Is that, that the one with the interrogation? Ago, you yeah. can interrogate yeah. guys. I thought you were talking about like, some recent yeah. Punisher video. No, like, that holds up though. Punisher game. Yeah, that game was fun. Yeah, for so sure. So basically Frank Castle busts like busts out of prison with Matt Murdock as a hostage and then fucking like sets him loose. And then it goes off from there, and it gets kind of shitty. But that part of the storyline was really good. So I think that would be perfect for a Daredevil or Punisher season or yeah. a crossover. Well, and then so they have other things planned on Netflix um, with Punisher, Daredevil. Um, are, are they going to do an Electra? No, I don't think so. No, I, Jessica Jones season two is in the works right now. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage comes out real soon. Okay, Jessica Jones lost me in the middle. The first four or five episodes started were it. fantastic. Pro- it gets Je- weird for a couple. Jessica Jones was three at least episodes too long. Yeah, and it was those. The two last episodes were fine, but like yeah. the two or three before it got real. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but they like wrote himself Don't into a corner, it. and then like it got real grim, and then a lot of the writing of like what they were doing to catch Kilgrave was really bad. Yeah, it, and not not thought out. It was like they. Uh, it was what twelve episodes. Something. I think, yeah, and they had eight eight episodes of material, and then they decided to stretch. Yeah, and the one thing that really annoyed me was the twins. <clears throat> the twins were weird. Yeah. And, like, completely, not even in, like, a funny comic relief way, in, like, a awkward way. The, I don't know if it was supposed to be there, but then they focus on the sister afterwards for some sort of closure, and it, like, had nothing to do with anything, and they spent a lot of time with her and the drug addict guy, and it was just like, where are you? It had... And I thought, well, maybe it'll come around and has something to do with anything. Nope. Nothing to do with anything. Nope. I but, had to get that out. But aren't they bringing them all together for... The uh, Defenders. Defenders. The Defenders, yeah. yeah I, I think the Defenders are still a couple years out, no? Yeah. It would seem Because yeah. like they're it. doing Luke yeah. Cage next. Iron Fist is going to be after the Defenders. That's the other one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Punisher, who knows? They might fast-track Punisher to before the Defenders, for all I know. Nick just went to get his mail. Um, and then, so they're, they're, I guess they're talking about a, a season of, sorry about that. I'm listening. Uh, I just, I haven't watched one episode of Jessica Jones yet. No, that's okay. Thanks for joining in, man. Uh, (laughs) Is your wallet out there? Did you get your wallet? Yeah. But, uh, so I guess there's, there's talk that there's a a season of dread in the works. I heard it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did they say they're going to use the same actors? Same actor. Really? That's, that's who's talking about it. Oh, okay. Um, at first, he was talking about a uh, a sequel in 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 the works, but then it well, because I guess the DVD be... sales were huge. the The box office sales weren't great, right. but I guess the DVD sales were actually really good. Well, it seemed like when oh, that yeah. when that hit the theater, they were really pushing it in 3D or or maybe even IMAX or or something. It wasn't. Uh, they should have because the special effects. Yeah, but like... it wasn't. It wasn't playing at a lot of theaters. I thought because of w- whatever they were they were pushing like, some. I don't know if it was a limited 3D release or or some kind of IMAX 3D or something that was somewhat limited. It well, seemed. that's pretty ballsy considering how bad the last one tanked. You can't really. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it came out, uh, and there was a lot of competition that weekend. It came out too, or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, because yeah, I remember it being buried in the theater, not because it was bad, just because nobody went to right. It. Yeah. But but anybody that I, I that I spoke it. to, right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Said yeah. that, yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's so good. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. 
That's so good. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> like, I haven't seen it. Really? No. You haven't seen the Dread movie? No, I haven't, man. Oh, it's fan. Well, it's, I put it up. I don't feel bad about seeing Jessica Jones. Get your shit together. I know. The first four <laughs> or five episodes of Jessica Jones were great, though, because it yeah. was self-contained story with the case while furthering the Kilgrave storyline. And then the next one, it was like a self-contained story with that. And then they threw that out the window, and it got weird. But that was an awesome way to... No, I, I completely agree. And, and the entire Jessica Jones character is something very unique into itself and that it's a it's a damaged superhero. Yeah. There's a lot of sex in that show. Yeah. Really? Like a lot. And then yeah. they threw Nuke in there, which was totally random. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I, I didn't know Nuke before that. No, he was in uh Daredevil as a Frank Miller character with the American flag on his oh, face. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about then. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who that guy was. He was fucking oh. Nuke. But they changed Weird. his name hey. from Frank Simpson to Will Simpson because Frank Castle is Hey, Jay, did you see that uh, Sansa Stark is playing the new Jean Grey? What do you think about that? Um, I did not know that. Uh, I, I have no problem. I think she's great on Thrones. Uh, yeah, she's... Uh, no she's complaints whatsoever. Awesome. Uh, I think I, she's a really good fit for the character. Like, super, like, almost looks like she's about to cry every second. All times, yeah. And, like, I like that in my through girls. a ton of shit. <laughs> So I think I think her because she's recognized through Game of Thrones, I think people will have a lot of empathy with Jean Grey. And I think it'll eventually, you know, help that franchise in the long run because she's young and she's a good actress. She's British. The Brian Singer X-Men movies. She's gorgeous, too. The Brian Singer X-Men movies are the best and worst cast fucking movies. Like in the same movies. Like like, uh, Michael uh, or not Michael. What's his fuck? James. Who's Cyclops? What's his fucking name? Oh, the dude, the, the dude original who, one. Yeah, the one who went to uh, Superman Returns. He was great. Yeah, Hugh Jackman surprised me. Eventually, got super jacked. Even yeah. and even though he's tall, he's still a great fucking Wolverine. That I I did, could, did not see that coming. Nobody at all. did. Dude, no. Hugh Jackman's like five foot two. What are you talking? No, about? he's not. No, he's like he's... six foot. Like six. You're two. shitting me. No, no Hugh Jackman's tall. huge. Well, he's jacked. Yeah. That's why. I, it, Originally, it was supposed to be DeGray Scott was uh, yeah. originally cast as, and then there was some, I don't know what he Russell Crowe was, in talk, was uh, up for it, too. Yeah, but when they cast, uh, I mean, I, Hugh Jackman, I don't know that I knew if him you, from really anything. Nothing. He was a theater actor. He yeah. was in Kate and Leopold, which somebody, somebody yeah. told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's in what? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I love Ashley Judd. He yeah. was in uh, uh, Something About You. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's I never I was saw like, that. Did you see him in the first X-Men movie? And then look at him now. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Though they introduced him awesome with the cage fight in the first movie. That yep. was fucking sweet. Yeah, All his yeah. parts were great. All of him in X2 was any Any part with him ever has been great. But also, but then like Jean Grey was like, yeah, she's a redheaded chick, but that's the bitch from she's fucking uh, from Bond yeah. that killed guys with her legs. Yeah, Xenia on a top, motherfucker. Yeah. Recognize. Yeah, so then fucking, but yeah, and then some of it was just like, and then, I don't know, it just got Well, weird. those entire X-Men movies, they did the Phoenix thing weird, too. And that was terrible. Yeah, yeah, she was like, I'm just going to explode now. I could like, go and off. it didn't make sense. I could so. go off for a while on X3. It had nothing to do with anything. Well, you know, so well, that, that gets us to a couple points. We've had a yeah. couple trailers hit. Um, yeah. Some more Civil War stuff. We can talk Civil War in a second. But since we're talking X-Men, the, the new X-Men Apocalypse uh, trailer hit. And at the very end, we see Wolverine's claws schnick. come out. They came yeah. out and schnick, said something schnick, schnick, about Brian Singer's like, that's not what you think it is, blah, blah, blah. And I don't really care. How is it not? I don't Ooh. know. He said, like, ooh, there's this. He's just being vague to make it seem yeah. like there's more to it. But 
Of course you're going to throw Wolverine in there. Why wouldn't you? And, and this is where, so we talk about this, uh, the uh, um, uh, Days of Future Past. I couldn't wrap my mind around that whole timeline. The, oh, the, I got the, it, and I just didn't care. I don't understand Wait, how, how in, is... In Age of Apocalypse, isn't Wolverine missing a hand, and he has, like, a replacement hand? Because no, I have the action so, figure, and it no, was no, no, no. I love that comic series. It's not... They're just calling it Age of Apocalypse. It's actually taking place in the '80s with young X Men that aren't even formed yet. It's like all—it's all fucked up. It's not the Age of Apocalypse comic storyline, which was amazing. So that which was amazing, okay, and the action now figures may have been the best ready. action figure series of the '90s. Oh yeah, I have—I like, have tons of. He's uh, Hugh Jackman's listed as six foot two. Yeah, he's six two. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of Vigo Mortensen Dude, who's short. Probably. Spot. Yeah, Vigo's a little bit shorter. Hey, low guy. It is Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> Vigo's awesome in everything, even in Eastern Promises when he gets in that fight with his dangling oh, hanging out. Eastern Promises was great. Well, Vince Cassell, I mean, is one of the best actor, unrecognized actors, I think, like of our generation. He's fucking awesome. I agree. I agree. So, okay, so I guess that's what now it makes sense to me. Yeah. So so in Civil War is not a direct adaptation of the Civil War comic either. It's close. No, I remember you and I, you and I sat at a strip club and you explained Civil War to me. Don't tell these people. Which one, boys? Business, Rick <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I remember that evening. The the only thing was I remember of that is you explaining Civil War and how they were leading up to it and how and how uh you you were praying that uh, Marvel could get Spider-Man back from Sony yeah. to make Civil War, uh, uh, you know, appropriately. And do you know how that happened? Actually, well, it was, I think Marvel just said you're making this for well, shit, or Sony did. No, they had they were in talks with Sony about booking Spider-Man, booking, booking Spider-Man. <laughs> That's fine. <for> fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they want to book a new babyface. Fucking right. have him come in hot uh, for Civil War, and then uh, I guess Sony declined their offer. <laughs> So then when the email leaks happened, like the big Sony email leaks, the head offices yeah, of Sony yeah. saw that and said, are you fucking kidding me? You turned this deal down and then fired people and reopened the deal and then made the deal. The only reason it happened wow. is because the head offices saw the deal. All of the money on the Amazing Spider-Man series. Yeah, so thank that hacker, basically, because yeah. yeah. otherwise they denied it. And luckily the head office was like, you're a fucking moron, and then reopened it and boom, it's, it's good now. And they fired that well, guy, assumably, too, I hope. Probably, yeah. They should. So then everything you were hoping for in that uh, strip club came true. Not everything, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that took place in Houston. Yeah. What is with you motherfuckers and spreading my business? <laughs> Did that same conversation happen down I south? Swear to so God. To speak? I swear to God. Um, no. We had a good time. No, right? I seriously remember sitting there and, uh, you know, we're, we're at a strip club. And, of course, you know, there's, there's other entertainment going on. And you and I are sitting here talking. That's the kind of man that Dickie Brown said. That's the exact kind of man I could be. I'll shoo him away. I'm fucking talking Spider-Man. Hang on, lady. Excuse me. We're talking business here. There there are three distinct things that I'm glad they're not touching on in the movies, though. The number one is the... Speaking of touching. Yeah. mm, uh, Tell you what, I was rock hard, and it wasn't because of the ladies. (laughs) Oh, the... the, Frank Castle. (laughs) What was he called? The mechanical spider? The iron spider or whatever it was? That I'm so glad that that uniform is not... They might sneak like a hint. Oh, isn't that the the stark Iron Man suit? Yeah, that was no good. Somebody had a great theory if this could have happened. Actually, I think it was Ross was telling me. If the internet age wasn't here back when... like Johnny Delicious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
back when things were uh, still totally under wraps all sure. the time. If they could have found a way, because in the Civil War comics, there's a big scene where Tony Stark's like uh, telling Peter Parker to unmask, basically, because that's what it's all about is the superhero registration. If, and it was a big, it was like the last panel of the comic where he unmasks and such tells the world he's Peter Parker. Yeah. If they could have put, like, put off any reveal of who the actor was that played Spider-Man and you find out in the movie, in that scene, when he pulls the mask off, who plays Spider-Man, that would have been fucking awesome. Well, we all would have gone, who is that? That would have been fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and they wouldn't it have doesn't really matter. needed that guy yeah. only for that. But last you would have been like ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't you would have been experiencing it with the people in the fucking movie. It would have been awesome. But yeah. you can't really do that now. I was against teenage Peter Parker again, because I've seen it so many fucking times. As long as I don't do origin, I'm good. No, he's already out kind of like Batman and Batman Superman, which I can yeah. get to later, but like he already exists. Like Ooh. you know the fucking drill. We could montage yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But uh because all of the good Spider-Man stories happened when he was an adult or in college. Like, think of any uh, iconic uh, Spider-Man stories that happened while he was in high school. When Stacy died? Uncle That's ben. basically it, though. Yeah. Like, all of well, the, like, origin, the Jackal? Yeah. Craven's Last Hunt, the Hobgoblin, like, yeah. Venom, all that, he was an adult. And he sure. got the girl. And I'm, like, let me get back to this. You shouldn't have talked comics. There we go. Fucking tirade. But fucking Quesada made... Is uh, Bronson's Graveyard starting now? Oh, <laughs> get your shovels, boys. We'll introduce that segment in a minute. So basically, Quesada was in charge. So Spider-Man his whole life is a nerd, finally becomes a cool nerd, becomes a teacher, gets the girl, marries Mary Jane, and then now he's the first superhero with a wife, which is what made him awesome, too, because it's interesting. Yeah. Then fucking Joe Quesada basically said... No, Spider-Man should be down and out all the time. He shouldn't have get the girl. He's supposed to have hard luck. And then erased all of that with the storyline where he like makes a deal with the devil to save Aunt May's life. And him and Mary Jane are never married. So now he walks around knowing that he fucking used to be married to Mary Jane. Or maybe he doesn't. I don't fucking know. But all of those years of stories with him and Mary Jane are erased. And they're not together anymore. Just because Joe Quesada thinks Spider-Man needs to be... Well, and that's the Daniel my, Bryan of fucking comic books. Right. That's basically. my problem with Spider Man is that I've I've been reading Spider Man since before I could read. Yeah. Um, and at least once every four years, sometimes three, I tap out and I got to take a year break. No, you don't because it's it gets awful. Yeah, he should have the like. It's fine. Like that was the payoff. He's married to Mary Jane yeah. now. And now it's cool and it's interesting. And then it's like I don't want to see a guy be the underdog all the fucking time. It's terrible. Nobody no. wants to see that. No. So so in in this Civil War movie, and not that anyone's seen it yet, but are, do you feel like they're going to go through that whole superhero registration portion? It's or is similar. Or it strictly similar. just a split between So Avengers, Avengers 2, which I won't even get started on, uh, the, it's the Sokovia Accords or whatever, because like a bunch of people, they're kind of mirroring the Batman-Superman deal, like how do we deal with the collateral damage? Right. And, yeah. And it's basically like about them, act, they, don't, they shouldn't act without government supervision, basically, is what the whole deal is. It's like they want the government, Tony Stark's side wants the government to control everything they do, and then Captain America's like that. So it's in the comics, it was about revealing your identity. In this, everybody's identity is out there, basically. Well, so the government... Funds much of what Tony Stark does, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. and that's why it's the split. government kind of took secretly, over shield. privately, yeah. publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it also gets down to like what they teased in Civil War, or Winter Soldier too about the whole neutralizing threats before they happen. That equation yeah. they had where they had names listed and blah blah blah. It's kind of like going back to that idea too over like losing freedoms and blah blah blah. But yeah, one of the other things I'm glad they're not going to touch on is Thor the robot. 
Yeah, that was weird. That well, was there's a lot of weird. And, shit. and yeah. Thor and Hulk aren't even in this movie. No, no. And, and they're not in the comic. They're they're not really in the the original oh. comic series either. All Thor right. is dead yeah. at that point, and Stark makes a cyborg Thor. Wouldn't you? Yeah, well, that's Cy Thor. He's very handsome. He had some time on his hands, and then they shot Hulk into fucking space. Yeah, the Illuminati right. in the comics. I remember is that, Mister Fantastic, yep. Doctor Strange, Professor X, yeah. Na- Namor. Yep, I think that's it, right? Yep, Namor and yep, they're the Illuminati it. basically that are kind of like making huge decisions for the superhero community, and they shoot Hulk into space because he's become a danger to everyone. And he ends up, his fucking rocket hits an asteroid, and he gets on this war planet, and he becomes a gladiator. Isn't that uh, where the Planet Hulk? Planet Hulk. It was actually yeah. awesome. It I actually, never read those. It looked it weird. It was actually really good. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be good. It was really good. But the Avengers 2 ended similar, where he's in the spaceship, yeah. and he turns off the communication, and he's just floating, and you don't know where he's going. Mm-hmm. In the plane, not the spaceship. But they kind of, I don't think they'll do that exactly, but they're definitely hinting at that. Yeah. Well, so you brought up Doctor Strange, and there was a trailer that came out. Any thoughts on uh, on that movie? Um, I don't Sumber know anything Buck, about Cumberbatch. I, I don't. Looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. He does. He I, looks the part. Oh, Nickelback Blumberdamp. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looks great. Sunderbunch Humblestone. Is that a, is that a worker you're about to bury? <laughs> no, yeah. No, but seriously, <laughs> bunch what of I, nuts, triple batch. What I want to know. Oh, is, do we have a? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. What huge elephant-like creatures of Tatooine peer through large red eyes? Banthas? Yeah, they're uh, Banthas are the only. That's yeah, that's yeah. the one. I don't remember yeah, their eyes be being Banthas. red though. I don't that remember either. Yeah, but I think that was trying to throw us for a swerve there. Coming yeah. out of nowhere with these. Yeah. What else you got? Give us another one. Anytime. Yeah. How many tusks were visible on Jabba's Gamorrean guards? Gamorrean. Oh, two. Four. Four. Two. I'm gonna say three. Four. Four? Read them and weep, boys. Two, oh, two, 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 two up and two down. Who was the Oh, ad- yeah. So yeah. they're not really tusks. They're teeth. Yeah, they're, they're fangs. How many, or who was the Admiral of Darth Vader's fleet at the start of Empire Strikes Back? Admiral Ozzel. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Admiral Ozzel. Crushed. Came, yeah, came, <laughs> came out of light speed too close to the system. <laughs> Whose he leg that surprised would yeah. be? <laughs> Whose leg did Wicket hug? Leia's? Leia's? No, Han Solo's. Fuck, Rick, you yeah. were good at this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was when they. Uh, I don't know. They. Re- yeah. It was at the I'm end. I'm gonna watch that because I think I'm nub, pretty nub. sure Wicket hugs Leia. No, no. He's hu- he's hugging Han Solo, and he's and and he's like, what? You know, can do they have weapons? Can we? Yeah. You know, I, I, Leia gave him a Snickers that. Yeah, but then I don't, I don't and, think he, and he almost got him shot. Leia yeah. gave him a Snickers. That was Chunk and Sloth. Yeah. Fucking Goonies. <laughs> yeah, baby Roof. Yeah. <laughs> Similar yeah, movies. Space Bar. I don't know what the fuck they call Chunk it. Chunk Chunk was. There are some parallels with him and Leia. I understand why you get confused. What else you got, Rick? Oh, What's man, we got all types menu? of stuff. I mean, we could actually talk some pop culture. A Prince of China died. Anybody? Oh, I don't think China's death got overshadowed by Prince, though. Everybody's like, poor China. Now Not Prince in the died. wrestling community. No, no everyone in wrestling no. talking about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think it got over. So you know who did? 
fucking Glenn Fry and David Bowie, but then again, if fucking David Bowie hadn't died, Glenn Fry, nobody really gave a shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to look at their importance. In, yeah. I mean, Glenn Fry was huge in the Eagles, but but uh, David Bowie completely outshadowed him in life. Yeah. Um, and, and that for that much, I mean, Prince, the same thing. I mean, it didn't matter who died that day. What before. do you guys think about... Uh, Prince's vault and that he has enough music and music oh, videos man. and bullshit to release for the next, you know, well, beyond. My concern paid. is that, you know, his, uh, re- what, remaining, he's got one sister and then, like, I think three or four step siblings that they all have equal control over his uh, his, his estate. Yeah, because he, he died in test aid, so, I mean, he had no yeah. will, which is dumb. Go get a will, kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... It's, but it Dickie sounds gets like everything of mine. Everything. Um, oh, there we go. We got it on tape. Okay, there we go. Um, Done. <laughs> but uh, notarized. It, yeah. it, that, that's my only concern: is that are they gonna is something fucked up's gonna happen there? You know, with that much money, with that much potential money, that family's something's gonna happen. Well, there. it's in court. It, it, they they went to court this week about it because they yeah. they drilled open the vault and they went. This is all of the money. Yeah. I'm really excited in... for the restaurant they're going to open, Prince Spaghetti Night. Prince Spaghetti. I think yeah. it's going to be. <laughs> That's only on Wednesdays, right? <laughs> That's only on Wednesdays. They're working on a purple yeah. ragu. I, I mean, <laughs> if they if they turn that thing into a uh, into a museum, I'm going. Oh, I'll it's go to Paisley. It looks like a friggin'. There's going to be a Prince Spaghetti Night. Like a mosque somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Purple Graceland. Yeah. I mean. You know, so what's the? I mean, I was trying to figure this out. I'm like, okay, so he lived in a building with no windows, yeah, much like Osama bin Laden. And <laughs> so I looked, and and so he had he had other houses that apparently he sold, and then that's where he lived. Yeah, I, but I don't know. He, Even if you're in Minnesota, heard, you want some I, windows. I, I listen to a lot of things, and what's funny is, you know, I listen to a Kevin Smith speaking, mm. you know, uh, oh yeah, panel thing. And now it's gone viral, but I remember when it was when it came out, and it was like, "There's no way that that's a hundred percent true." But one of Prince's producers was Kevin Smith was basically like, "Okay, we shot this thing. What do we do with it?" And she's like, "It'll probably go in the vault." And right. he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And she's like, "Oh, he has music and music videos and shit that'll never see the light of day. He just does it. He records it and he puts it away." But what's even crazier is that. If he was had inspiration, he had recording studios set up in every room of that building that you're talking about, Rick. So whether he was taking a shit or a shower or he was making a sandwich or sitting in his living room, he could say he could (laughs) bump out a little lyric or a jam and it would be recorded somewhere, which is fucking insane. But I mean, as as a person who wants to hear and see this shit? Fuck yeah, let's oh, see yeah. it. But should we respect his wishes as a dead person that is basically like, fuck you, I'm going to put this away because, you know, it's never, it, MTV doesn't even show music videos, so why am I going to share my art with the world well, when yeah, no but one's going to even, even I think give it the light of day? Even, and, and I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, and I remember that whole thing about, you know, his fascination with not so much uh, that, but really what is... Prince plays basketball. What does he wear? What size shoes does he wear? Does he, you know? Yeah. um, Yeah. And that was long before the whole uh, uh, Charlie Charlie Murphy Murphy story. But, um, and now I love that all these pictures of of Prince playing uh, basketball are coming out (laughs) with this huge fro. But um, uh, I, I, 
I can't imagine, even in Prince, living in Prince land in Prince's mind, if he's putting something in the vault that you, when you put something in the vault, I think just as a human being realizing that, you know, we're all going to die, somebody's going to open that vault exactly. and find it. Yeah, and, time and, capsule. Yeah, exactly. Vault. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And and that is essentially his his will if you if you will um unfortunately he didn't actually document it but it's like you know what i'm leaving my family this you know or this is what i'm leaving the world oh yeah that's a shit so, ton of money sitting you know, there but did he want did he really want to leave it to people because i think he kind of made it for himself because there comes a po- a point in not just a musician, but any kind of artist's life where they're like, fuck you, I don't care what anybody thinks, I'm going to make shit that I think is good and that I want to make for myself. And if people don't like it, it really doesn't bother me because I put in the work and I put in the time. And to me, that this is great. He could, the world, let's say that all this shit gets released, okay, and all the legal battles are done and said with, what if it sucks? What if it's poorly well, received? Well, and then that's the you thing I was going to I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah, is what, what, there's a reason he didn't release it. Is there something wrong with these, with it, these it's recordings? Not, it's that, not no, wrong, but, but he but almost went into a, a prog funk phase where it was um, organized noise for the sake of noise sort of as music. Bat dance? Yeah, well, but, did you listen to the Hit and Run, hit and run record? No. It's it's, but here's the thing: weird people are funk. excited about this vault because it carries so much content. But you have to understand that this motherfucker has been releasing content while he's been alive that no one has given a shit or a shake about besides like Chris Rock because Chris Rock is such like you know I mean Prince has his hardcore fans that are like I can't wait for the new stuff, but. Nobody was sharing on Facebook and social media his new shit. People were sharing Purple Rain. People were sharing his classics. So as much as he had uh, progressed as an artist uh, for himself and maybe that musicians and his fans can appreciate, I don't think that the mass public is going to appreciate it even though he's beloved and now that he's passed away. None of it's going to permeate anything like there there is no lost little red corvette in there there is no second raspberry beret absolutely it's just I agree, Jay. in there but what it's if music something comes out that that that's that solid you know i mean well let's it, then i'll a, be bumping there's it. a yeah, no 500 <laughs> there's a there's a uh, lesser city odds of him having a hit single that would actually get radio play and success in today's you know world of what Hip hop, R and B, and that style of music is these days. Well, I and just he don't, didn't I like hip hop, but we won't know until we hear it. But I think yeah. we will hear it. Yeah, if it yeah. comes out now, it'll be a hit. No matter oh, it'll what, be huge, just yeah. because of the time. Yeah, I ordered, yeah. I ordered uh, Purple Rain on Blu-ray like two days after he died because I'm like, oh shit, I need that. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's, it's, uh, it's on a um, delay. Well, it's on back order, big yeah, time. For yeah. Sure. yeah, well, for and sure. and it. I'm interested to hear, and I, I didn't uh, catch up with anybody on Facebook that actually went to the re-screenings of it that happened in this past week. They're packed. Because uh, Redford Theater showed yeah. one, and it sold out instantly. And uh, Farmington Civic down the street here is doing one next, I think, Wednesday or Thursday. And I, I want to see it on the big screen, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've, I, mean I saw it in 1984. Yeah. I'm old as fuck. So I remember all that. Well, I mean, that's... it's. It's a weird ass movie, mm-hmm. and he's 
abusive and yeah, I was crazy. Gonna say, like, and... All these millennials are going to go run out like, oh my God, Prince, 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 Prince. He's beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Yeah. And fucking with her head. And then he, yeah. You know, and then he starts singing Darling. Play. He starts serenading Darling Nikki to her in the worst possible way. Or and best. yeah, yeah. So, like, Man, Rich, what'd awful. you think of that? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Purple Rain? Oh, you'll it. have much respect for Prince if you see Purple Rain. Uh, what How do you, you think of me? <laughs> if like you just went through, he's a wife beating piece of shit. You're like, ah, oh, Rich, you'll love him. <laughs> but, but, yeah. no, more no, so but, the way like, he fucks pur- with her head. Oh, okay. Purple yeah. Rain is one of those movies that's like on in the daytime, like the Jackson VH1 movie, where you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, it's that Jackson movie. Like it has its moments that, but you. You skim through it and you, you know, you clean your house or vacuum or do whatever. And then you come back and you're like, it's time for Purple Rain. Because that's the climax of the movie is, you know, the whole story builds for that song. And it's brilliant. I have a sidebar and it is wrestling related and it's also movie related. That's fine. Get your show. When I get home from work. I'll fucking watch anything that's on the TV, I notice. I got home, I'm cooking, and the Catwoman movie is on, and I watched it in its entirety. The Holly Berry one? The Holly Berry yeah. one. Oh, wow. And I like put it on in the other room. Because there was another one. Because I, <laughs> I was morbidly fucking fascinated with it. I haven't watched so it. So I get home one day, and it's uh, a Tyler Perry movie is on. It's a Tyler Perry movie sequel that I had never seen. The first one, too. Janet Jackson's in it. It's Why Did I Get Married 2. Oh, right. It's got Michael Jai White, Janet Jackson... And then fucking uh, Tyler Perry playing a man. Medea is nowhere to be found. I looked everywhere. Shocking. (laughs) And so I'm watching this, and it's like about three or four different couples, and it's like a light, kind of a romantic comedy. Like, oh, is my wife cheating on me? What a bunch of misunderstandings. Oh, is my husband cheating on me? Oh, what a bunch of misunderstandings. And then Janet Jackson and her husband. Every three's company episode ever. Janet Jackson and her husband, yeah, basically. had Their child died, and it's ripping their marriage apart, and they're abusive to each other and breaking things like it's dark. It has nothing to do, like, a completely different tone than the rest of the movie. It was weird. So they're going back and forth, right? So there's no main character to this movie. It's really just following all the shit. So it climaxes with Janet Jackson bringing a gay male stripper to her husband, future ex-husband's work, to humiliate him in front of everyone. And he's storming out angry, and she's following him like, you little bitch. Why don't you cry about it, you little bitch? Like, <laughs> it's really weird. And Whoa. so then he gets oh, in his car. What is this? I'm Tyler, telling you, dude, you got to see it. Berry, I'm man. waiting for the wrestling tie-in. I'm get, it's okay, there. okay, sorry. So <laughs> he gets in the fucking car, peels out, gets hit by a Mack truck right in front of her, and she's like, oh, my God. And then they fucking pan. They Herman fast forward to. Hulk Hogan and the NWO. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was Rikishi, actually. Oh, oh that's right. We don't, but we don't find out. Yeah, it takes like nine months to find out. He did it for the, uh, anyway, yeah, so we, we get back to it, and it, it, uh. It shows them lighting Chinese lanterns off on a beach. And in my head, it, uh, uh, it's hard to say goodbye to yesterday was playing, but that might not be true. Uh, when I remember <laughs> it, that's what's going on. But And then it fast forwards again, and it shows... Mind you, Janet Jackson is not even the main character of this movie. Right. She's walking one year later, and she's she walking looked, out of this... She looked great, yeah, I guess, okay. for whatever... As she's great like as she 50 could look. years old. Yeah, oh yeah, for, for a, that, yeah. For a plastic surgery... That's okay. Yeah. Monster. She Who is she with? The anticipation is killing me. So she leaves this fucking. <laughs> she leaves this uh, this lecture because she's like a psychologist with a book out, and this guy stops her. And he's like, "Oh wait, my friend really loved your lecture. Uh, he wants to meet you. Would that be okay?" She goes, "Okay." <laughs> and so all of a sudden, you see like the feet walking up. They like pan up this guy in a suit, and then they like they show him from behind, and he's like walking up. You're like, "What is going on? Who's this dude?" It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. And okay. he goes, hi there. 
I really enjoyed your lecture, and I'm just wondering, would it be forward of me to ask you out sometime? And it cuts to Janet Jackson smiling, the smooth jazz plays, and the movie fucking ends. It was uh, the most random shit ever. I wonder if a few things. Well, one, well, that was the fucking, that was the end. Like, uh, there's, that was the payoff. She's a shitty person. There's no main character. Why the did other I get stories, married part two? Why did yeah. I get married too? Like, none of it was resolved with the other couples. They just end with Janet Jackson. And it's like, if you're a shitty enough person, you're going to get the fuck the rock. You watch your this, child Dickie? dies. I don't know. Break stuff. <laughs> I was cooking pad thai at fucking three in the morning. I just watched this whole thing. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> Another thing, that's the payoff. Like, did he write in the script? Like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson walks up? Like, or was it like The Probably. Rock was free that day? I don't know how to end this fucking movie. And would they have even made the movie if The Rock couldn't do it? Because that was the payoff that had nothing to do well, with I'm any sure his, his, the Rock. Was he dressed yeah. as the Scorpion King? No, he wasn't time? even billed. He was the surprise at the end. And I don't even know if he's like playing himself. Like, wait, is Janet Jackson's character going to fuck Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Or is he just Big Jack Samoan dude that's really into psychology? Did you look at the credits? I mean, no. Okay. I'm going mean, to pull maybe, it up right now. I'm maybe gonna look he up had, maybe had a name or maybe, himself. yeah. As himself. But you know, Is I mean. Janet Jackson still alive? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we've been talking about Prince and we got sidetracked. Fuck, what about China, man? Uh, mm -hmm. Over the last week, I've watched like six podcasts and stuff about people talking about it and including Vince Russo's total clusterfuck i can't um, i can't listen to his Barry. podcast anymore no he's a piece of shit and i don't I uh don't, I, don't. I i i don't listen to it because i don't believe it but i saw that uh he had posted something about it and it yeah was, where he really like puts his heart into it or something yeah but you know i mean what does that mean but yeah, i don't know yeah i mean really i mean I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but it's like there's a certain point where it's like get your shit together. What happened with her and Hunter was almost 20 years ago. Like, come on. Well, actually, almost 20 years ago because, I mean, that was 1997 and we're in 2016. So we're one year away from 20 years of this bitch getting dumped for Stephanie McMahon and she still couldn't get over it. And it's like, that's all my problems. Blah, well, blah, no, blah. And it's like, and now she's, she's dead. messed up before. Cause she said something about being like gang raped in college. And like, there was a lot of stuff and she just held on to that. Cause it kept her in the media. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But there's this whole, uh, Markish, Wait, what did and Vince Russo he, say? Is Vince Russo like, oh, they treated her like shit? Blah, well, blah, blah. they were well, the best that friends they ever. That they course. wouldn't give yeah. her. They wouldn't give her the resolution because Triple H. Well, she was doing porn. That China tells. Yeah, that, I, or yeah. she told before she died was that Triple H never gave her closure. She he just was like. China had an inkling and was like, you're screwing around with Stephanie. He's like, no, I'm not. And then one day he was just gone and never gave him that resolution. That's why she called him out at that recent funeral because he was never like, uh, hey, listen, we're done uh, now. I'm moving on. Yeah, so you interrupt Stephanie a funeral, though, and make it about you? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is. She and had like her... I said, it's 20 years ago. I mean, everybody goes through breakups. Everybody goes through traumatic things. But at a certain point, get your shit together. So, right. I mean, I'm sad that she's dead. And I don't think it was on purpose, but at well, the same time, somebody, it's just like, come on. Somebody dies and they're automatically a saint, basically. I'm not saying, like, what it's still sad because she's yeah. messed up individual. No, I do sure, feel like but, she, she was deserved a certain recognition. But, yeah, but she was doing but, pornography at yeah, the time. They're well, not going to you know, acknowledge Triple, that. Uh, Triple H's point to, you know what, hey, we're, we're trying to stay PG. Yeah. And... 
Especially we, when you're doing a wrestling-related gangbang porn. That's in, even worse. Yeah, we can't necessarily One, put somebody in our Hall of Fame that is going to get Googled, and this is what's going to well, show up. Google Sonny and give me the well, same fucking that, story. The, the so. Sonny was she, after she went she off the in. cliff afterwards. Yeah. Well, she like cleaned up to get in, matter. and then. I, she wasn't doing porn though before that. No, at the time. Well, she, yeah, yeah but X Pac's still a part of all that shit, and he was in the same porn video as China. So he's what not the in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame, no. but he's he's one of their little. Literally yeah, everybody else is. Fame, but yeah, yeah. yeah it, but, it, it it seems like she. I, they they could have treated her better. Here's a. You're her, right, Rick. And but, here's the thing that bothers me is that Stephanie and WWE and uh, Triple H all use the word that she was a pioneer. So that's a PR thing. They sat down and had a conversation about what they could tweet, what was acceptable, right. and what wasn't. And we better and tweet something. And they all came up with this word pioneer instead of calling her a word like a legend or an icon or a... Uh, a uh, groundbreaker, whatever you want to call it, they all agreed upon this word pioneer, and it just seems very disingenuous for people that kind of have a, I'm not saying that they're responsible, but kind of have a history with her that, mm. you know, it, it seemed very disingenuous of them to post something because, you know, it's just it's just kind of an well, ugly you're fucked, situation. You're fucked either way. If you don't post anything, everyone jumps all over your shit, and then whatever you say, that, they're going to jump all over, so... I understand that, but for Triple H to say something that from the heart and that wasn't approved by PR and by human resources and whatever, like it was a calculated message that they did. And I don't know, it just seems kind of fucking shitty to me. But that being said, I mean, that that lady had her own fucking problems. And like I said, it's almost 20 years ago. So the fact that she was on podcasts up until the day she died uh, about how the WWE screwed her over. It's like WWE screwed over a lot of people, like, and eventually they get their shit together. Some of them get their shit together. Like she was just bitter and miserable and you know, it's, it's sad, but it is what it is. So, I mean, at least she got a run out of it though. I mean, there's a lot of people that the WWE screwed over that didn't get anything. She got a, a main event run with, uh, a lot of perks because of her relationship with H and then lost it all because of her relationship with H. But well, and and we got to remember. I mean, there's there are women wrestlers from that era that probably could have put on way better matches oh, with yeah. men than she did. And you know, she wouldn't even wrestle women at, in the Attitude Era because she was in the mix with the dudes. Right. And when they were like, "Okay, the dudes don't want to work with you. you we want to put you with the women." She was like, "Nah, I'm working with the dudes." So it was just like a bad yeah. situation. But anyways, I mean, it's sad. Uh, you know, wrestlers die though, especially from that era with the with the drugs and the and the and the bullshit. So, what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, obviously she needed to clean her act up, but she's one of those. I mean, that I think how everyone... many chances do you get? WWE sent her through their own substance abuse program, which is free that they pay for, and she said on a podcast that I listened to after she died, where she was like, "Oh, the WWE's." program is a joke do you know how expensive sending someone to rehab is on someone else's fucking dime and just because it wasn't 
with glitter and a weight room for her to work out in. She's going to bitch about them trying to save her life, even though they have zero obligation to this woman. So she's been through celebrity rehab, this rehab, that rehab, and she still couldn't admit she was an addict. She denied that she was an addict, and it ended up killing her. And, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of people who have died in pro wrestling, but at least they were like, fuck, I was on all this shit, and I'm an addict, and I'm so sorry. And then they're like, oh, shit, well, now they're dead because, you know, it was it was this. But she was always in a constant state of denial. So that's the sad part about it, I think. What were the reality shows that she was on? C- celebrity Rehab, Rehab like, yeah. twice. And then the Surreal Life? Was she on the Surreal Life? Dr. Yeah. Drew. Yeah. And the Surreal Life, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, I mean. And that was all before her first WWE yeah. for putting her through a rehab that wasn't to her liking is just kind of ridiculous. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what else to say, man. You yeah. <laughs> gonna hit that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, you... my wife's walking. She's like, "Can I walk by?" I'm like, "Yes, you can oh, walk yeah. by." Yeah, <laughs> no, we're just recording audio. The fucking cat has been walking by all night, so there he goes. Yeah, I meant to talk to you about that fucking cat walking by What's... all night. Hang on, guys, real quick. Let me just talk about Podcast Detroit. I'm going to just bump in here real quick with uh, with uh, uh, some quick plugs. Uh, Podcast Detroit, uh, obviously, you can find Podcast Detroit on Facebook, www.podcastdetroit.com on the Internet. Um, they have an app. They have an app out there. You can find it out on uh, on an iOS and Android, um, or you can use the TuneIn Radio to listen to all the live streams, uh, or you can go out on SoundCloud and iTunes for all of the archive uh, podcasts that are out there. There's podcasts like It and the D. Uh, that's kind of their uh, their first. Those are the guys that uh, you know they're heavily involved in XI shows. XICW. We'll get into those uh, shows here in a second. But um, there's uh, Motown Mojo Live. I want to say, uh, Dickie Bronson, you've been on that one. I uh, have. I've co-hosted it. Yeah. There's uh, the Undercard. You that one too? Yeah, sure. Okay. The Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. Oh wait, no, I haven't been on the Undercard. All right, Ninja I've been Starship. on. A, yeah, yeah. Ninja Starship. I know, yeah, Jimmy's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Actually. Get your geek on uh, was one that uh, Johnny Delicious did, and they uh, they they hit. Uh, Quite a bit of Star Wars when uh, Force Awakens came out, and then uh, the corner with K Hub. Um, all of these are broadcast live from the Podcast Detroit studio, located next to Activate Gaming Lounge in Ferndale, um, and is part of uh, Trinet Corporate IT Services. That one's a hard one for me to say. For Skynet? Some uh, Skynet, Skynet, yeah, it's, it's their brother, Trinet. Um, and then, uh, and, and it would seem that all of their podcasts are pretty well lubricated, thanks to Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, beer, beer, not lube. Um, oh. located in Warren, Michigan. I guess if you go in there, you mention IT and the D, you get a dollar off your first pint. Um, I just wanted to drop that in there right now. That's we, awesome. Yeah, I know. Anytime you can get, you know. What are you boys drinking tonight? Last time you were drinking the Stone Take Cold, a guess. episode one. Mountain Dew, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure your dentist is right after you had root canals. Yeah. Just had oral surgery. Chugging we already that, went that past shit. that. It has nothing to do with the drink. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Mountain Dew can you sponsor keep me at any day now. that, buddy. You keep telling yourself the that. The dentist told me, dude. <laughs> I'm just fucking with yeah, yeah, you don't really have a cavities issue. No. Yeah, you have an impact issue. Yep. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jay, what are you drinking? Uh, I got a Heineken right now that I found in the beer fridge. Yeah, I think you, you put down a Bex, too, didn't I you? Did, I did. I put down you're, a Bex You're drinking anything well. in a green, green glass. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got a, I started with a shorts uh, Twisted Cane. American Black Ale. I like shorts. They're um, out of Kalamazoo, right? 
I believe yeah. so. Grand Rapids. Yeah, aren't they? Grand Rapids. I think everything's out of... Well, they're uh, Elk Rapids. Oh, that's north. Ooh. That's like out... That's yeah. near Traverse City. And then uh, Right Brain uh, CEO Stout. Coffee just grew up. Uh, that one hit me... Uh, I wasn't expecting that one. I love coffee, so it, it was good, but I was expecting something a little different when I was drinking that. And then I got a Monster and a Theraflu. And Did some... you drink all the Stone Cold beer? How was it? No, I still Hell have a few yeah. of them. Um, it's really good. It's good. Uh, Jay, is it? It's an IPA, isn't it? It is, but it's a session IPA, so you can drink oh, a couple of them. So it's not overly it's a like real shitty and... session. No, yeah, it's, it's a. I mean, I drink Miller Lite mostly, so all of these beers I'm, I'm talking the, about. Texas is one of the states that you can't ship alcohol to, which is horseshit. So. What do you I, I got to he'll do. figure that one out. With do you want to kill a guy in your garage or do you want to get alcohol sent to you? <laughs> right. There we go. Guys yeah. in my garage and no state taxes. We do. went over that last episode. Yeah. yeah. No state taxes. That's fucking sweet, man. Yeah. Um, yeah no, bad. I uh, uh, I like it. It's just I God, you give me when I'm pouring that second one. I I'm not going to be able to figure out my next day. No, yeah, that's, that's, I like it's a little IPAs. too strong. I could, yeah. I could do two or three. I was drinking old Rasputin earlier that uh russian imperial stout it's like 10 percent uh rich's bar was serving it on uh nitro last time i was in Ooh, Michigan, that would be if good. i remember correctly mm-hmm. uh big Alora, which has a nice beer selection and a my really fucking personal really... business again oh, Nick. we can't talk about that <laughs> jesus fucking oh, christ why don't you get my home address but uh, no, the three talk... guys that are listening to this shit <laughs> yeah i know yeah. we're all in the room right, right now. now we'll, we'll listen to it we'll talk get some friends and listen to it bar establishment where you serve fine beers and alcoholic craft beverages oh nick came up with a great craft cocktail drink we was i was talking he's like do fuck these craft cocktail bullshit He's like, oh, here's your Cincinnati clown dick. Enjoy. I'm like, that's actually a really solid name for a drink I want to use. You've invented a few <laughs> drinks, haven't you? What would you put in a Cincinnati clown dick? That's the fucking question. <laughs> yeah, what isn't would it? you put in a Cincinnati clown uh, dick? Gin, for sure. There's going to be gin. <laughs> Hold on. It's coming to me. Uh, grenadine. Ooh, like it would float syrup. grenadine at the bottom. So I would take lemon juice, simple syrup, and gin, shake that bitch up. You know what I'm saying? And then I would put it in a glass with ice, and then I would float blue curacao, or no, float grenadine to the bottom, and float blue curacao over that. So it's gonna be red, blue, and yellow, like a Cincinnati clown dick. Dicky, why don't you tell Jay your recipe for the uh, clockwork orange drink? That was always one of my favorite. That was cocktails. like the first drink I ever made, and it was trashy as fuck. Which one? <laughs> it was. It was uh, vanilla stoli or raspberry stoli. Triple sec, orange juice, and ginger ale on top. Oh, sounds very sweet. Yeah. Very, oh, not yeah. really. Not really. It was. It was more like a. Crazy. It was like a super al- alcoholic mimosa that got you ripped. It was really yeah, good. Clockwork time. orange, and then I invented the hybrid moment, and it was fucking half Rambois, half Guinness, up halfway up a pint glass, and then you drop a shot of Sailor Jerry rum, and that shit got you fucked. It's nothing to do. I with blacked out on that when I was twenty-five. It had nothing to do with this. Everything to do with the Misfits. But yeah. you, okay, yeah. <laughs> you had just come up with a couple uh, drinks though. Uh, Golden Girls based. Well, one is I wanted an entire Golden Girls menu. Well, the one I have is back in Saint Olaf. Right. Is the one I made. What's in that? Uh, Barrel aged gin, lavender syrup, rose water, chamomile bitters, and a, a fucking. Goddamn ice cube with rose petals frozen in it that took me forever to make. Oh, don't talk about my business. I'm just a fucking awesome bartender. Yeah, blah, blah, no, blah. I said personal business. This is business business. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> the dude makes a good drink. You should make he does. a big absolutely. He does. Fucking, I wanted a whole Golden Girls menu. I wanted to have this Bornak. I wanted to have one called Picture It Sicily. Dot dot dot. I wanted to have the Kitty Cat. I wanted to have Big Daddy. <laughs> big Daddy's Tennessee Punch. I wanted to have everything. They were not really. They into weren't that. up on that. No, they weren't so much into that. Oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, the time that uh, that we went there, you uh, what do you call the drink? Is it a, a Freudian slip or for, for Freudian, Freudian sip? sip. Oh, this Freudian is, yeah. sip. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I get like people will answer any question I ask them yep. during that. I'll yeah. ask women, all kinds of men, even all kinds. Like, what's the first name of the person you lost virginity to? Where was it at? Like, name a fetish that disgusts you and one that fascinates you. Do you try to do you try to uh, like fuck up a date? You see, like, clearly a couple sitting there. Any chance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you're a shit stirrer, man. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Hey, if you he... fall prey to my fucking wiles, you deserve to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, we haven't even brought up the, 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 uh, the, the section where we wanted to have uh, the Bronson's Graveyard. Yeah. This kind of feeds into that. Yeah, I don't know. Are we doing it? Well... I mean, you give I'm us an intrigued. example. Of, now, now we have to know what it is. Well, it's just where I bury people. Yeah, it's basically we were just gonna <laughs> bring your shovels. We were honestly Let just gonna make my people shovel, up, brother. Yeah. Let's do it. It's your section, man. I mean, I what do I do? Do you want this real open? people, fictional people, unnamed people? We should play music. I, I feel like I want to just make up a name and just have you bury that person. Just play like one Undertaker dong to sing. Hold on, I got, I got something. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, talk while I look for this thing. Uh, <laughs> hey Jay, let's Dude, make a Game of Thrones. I was uh, just gonna okay, go. Yeah, there. Let's, yeah. let's go Game of Thrones. Thrones. Okay, so fucking Jon Snow is finally uh, back. Spoilers. Everyone's. Everyone knew so that. Yeah, it, said it's, it's fucking too, first thing. You by the time be, anyone listens to this, it'll be two well, seasons deep. Motherfucker so out here it. talking about strip clubs and Jon Snow, going giving and everybody and information. And in fairness, Jon Snow was on the this season's poster. So everybody knew yeah. it was coming. It was just yeah. wet. Absolutely. Everybody. But here's waiting. the real question, and I'll watch this to Creep? you, Jay. Okay. Uh, there have been um, uh, the next. I don't know if you watched the preview for next season, but everything is pointing towards that. Bran is going to see what happened at the Tower of Joy, which is one of the most vague and mysterious plot points in the Game of Thrones Song of Ice and Fire George R. R. Martin series, uh, which is the parentage of Jon Snow. But not only that, could it be the parentage of Daenerys? Because there's some questions as to who Jon Snow's parents are still, even for the most avid, nerdy book readers and show watchers. Uh, just wanted to hear your thoughts on what you well, think see, I, I'm I'm not a booker. I uh, I, I didn't read the books, but I, I did follow the show. Uh, I think that'd be a, a Bram is a character that sort of uh, disappeared for a little bit. And now is is they're they're refocusing on, which I think is great. Um, this whole season, it seems like they're it, it's turned a corner. I know they're off book now uh, because the, they're they're past where the books are. And very much so. I'm wondering if the whole Jon Snow. Coming back, Bram reemerging is kind of a teasing you because we've our, the whole theory of this uh, the the theme of the series has been people die, people don't come back, people don't make triumphant uh, returns, and now you have a beloved character returning from the dead, and you have a character that uh, 
is coming back for sort of his the to give some comeuppance. It's kind of a refreshing turn, and I'm wondering if they're either that's the the new theme that's going to be is is redemption and uh, and revenge, or is it going to be is it setting us up for we're 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 letting you feel good, and then we're really going to lay it into you again. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, I think we're at a point. I think we're at a point now where the show is gone. Yeah. So uh, I've read all the books uh, several times, and the books uh, actually the last book was published in 2011, and I probably didn't read it until 2012 ish. And that leaves off with Jon Snow, one of the main characters, dead. And as soon as I read that in 2012, I was like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. Because there's just too much time invested into that character. Uh, But, you know, that being said, now that he has been resurrected, and sorry guys that don't watch the show, but now that he has been, I'll keep this as brief as possible. Now that he has been resurrected, (laughs) <laughs> and he's been dead for so long. And but how does that change him? Because there have been other characters. Uh, Eric Dondarrion uh, was revived by a red priest in season two or three in front of Arya after he got cut basically in yeah. half by uh, the Hound. And he said, every time I die and get brought back, you know, a giant piece of me is missing, and I'm not the same person that I was. And the guy who brought him back is like, you know, he's he's a shell of him, his former self. He doesn't remember his past. He doesn't remember who he is or what he stands for. And we kind of have to remind him every time we bring him back. So where is Jon Snow going to be? And I think the, the show is going to uh, just continue to to be good. But they did a lot of things that I don't agree with, like killing the king and Dorne, which is a huge part of the book series. But... Uh, we'll see where this show goes with it, but yeah, that's um, all I wanted to say about Game of Thrones because it's a huge fucking moment that I've been waiting to see since 2012, since I read the series, since I read the books, if Jon Snow is going to be revived or not, and people from that follow the show have been waiting for over a year now to see if he's going to get revived or not. So we yeah. finally did get some payoff. At least he's alive. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, bottom that's line, all I gotta I, say I, about I'm all Game in. I'm all in. Yeah. All yeah. fucking in. Yeah. One yeah. of the the fact that the other guys in this show aren't watching or following yeah. that you're missing out is the highest production value, best acted, best shot, best edited, best fucking everything TV series maybe ever. So watch it. But how many seasons is it deep now? It's, it's fucking six. 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 Yeah, see, six, I already feel and like... each season is ten episodes, and each episode is give or take an hour. So yeah. you're looking at. A lot of hours. 50 hours, 52 hours to get caught up. I'm no math magician. You guys figure that out. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) I gotta watch... I still need to finish watching uh, season two of Daredevil. And um, the the current season of uh, Trailer Park Boys. I think I'm six episodes deep on that. Which is what took me from really Daredevil. funny stuff. Tom Arnold has been the highlight of that season for me. I thought Tom Arnold was great as the mark for Trailer Park Boys. Like he watches the series within the series, so he's the big fan of the show and going through yet. Sunnyvale oh. and marking out. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, uh, did your mic just drop? There you no, go. I did it myself. Okay, good. Yeah, you want to talk to the edge there? Um, well, Rich, there's no, there's no spoilers. Okay. When we're, 
No, we're doing is... the podcast. We're, we should know these things. Well, that's and why my, we're hosts. And my and whole thought here on. is that if it was important enough, we would have watched it by now. <laughs> yeah, so I, know, I, I, I you want to talk about Daredevil, Game of Thrones? Yeah, I don't give. I don't. A shit. I don't give a shit. If it if it meant that much to me that I would be pissed that you spoiled it, this, I should have fucking watched it. This fuck Nick we're is notorious. About He's notorious right. for telling me like the whole movie verbatim when he watches a movie. <laughs> He's like, That's oh, such dude, an asshole. you got to. It's so true. Okay, <laughs> so it starts with this, and then he's in the middle, and then he tells me how the, the whole thing through the fucking ending, like every time. I'm like, thanks, man, for the. That only happened for that one movie. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, Recently. but you told me everything. And it was because you told me you didn't care and you didn't want to watch it, so I might as well just give you the Children, synopsis. So that, fuck that, it. I mean, that sounds. <laughs> Which made what up. movie are we talking about? I don't even remember. Oh fuck. Okay. Really? See exactly. No. Exactly. No, he wanted to know. Any movie I watched, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. He wanted to know which Ewok warrior discovered Princess Leia. Uh, wicked. Wicked. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> well, who told Luke Skywalker that he couldn't attend the academy? Uh, oh, Uncle Ben, ben. Yeah, yeah. Right. Spider-Man yeah. No yes. different Uncle Ben The yeah. one that makes rice Both are dead though right. Okay Spoiler yeah. Made very well, dry rice yeah, Spoiler Uncle Ben dies in Star Wars Yeah Dude by the Literally way And Spider-Man yeah. You know what's You know what's tremendous though The fucking last episode Of Flight of the Concords Where they do the play Does no. remember that <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that And he was episode. like Oh that was Star Wars He's like This is where your uncle And your aunt tell you You have to tend to the farm And it's like Brett you can't go to America <laughs> and they have like a speeder go by and everything. It's so good. Uh, speaking of Flight of the Concords, I heard that got renewed too. So I heard. I, did, I won't believe there. it until I see it. I've been watching all those again lately, and they're so fucking good. Aren't so they good. at the Fox tonight? Or is it tonight? I think so. Okay, uh, really? tonight or tomorrow? I think it, so. Yeah. Has anyone been watching uh, Silicon Valley? Also, a great. Uh, I am too. one episode behind. I haven't. I didn't see Sundays yet. Good stuff, but I, I did uh, hear I did hear point. that it's it, a it uh, yeah I did hear that it opens with some some hot equine action. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's a Mike it's Judge like production. Blowing you a horse? No, it's just no, good. just, just horses. Okay, if you guys get this one, you're the biggest fucking nerds I've ever met. All right, who portrays Anakin Skywalker's mother in Episode One? Shmi Skywalker. She's played by it's a Swedish actress. Um... Fuck. Already you won the title, but you didn't get the name yet. I don't, I, oh <laughs> fuck. Uh, no idea. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What's her name? Here's the name. Pernilla August. You yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. Pernilla. God, you're dumb. Oh yeah. Is the answer <laughs> so stupid? What North African country were episode one's Tatooine village scenes filmed in? Serbia. Uh well it wasn't Tunisia. Tunisia. It was yeah. Tunisia's where they Tunisia? where they oh filmed it. Uh, that, well, that's where they did New Hope. Yeah, Go was uh, episode one there as well? I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Back to Tunisia. You got another one? What did Han Solo need to repair on the Millennium Falcon? Ooh. Well, besides the hyperdrive. That was cool because I just made that question up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good for you. What episode one city was first mentioned in a Timothy Zahn novel? Naboo. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Well, so yeah. yeah. Curacao. Ah, oh, nice. Because uh, I didn't. I didn't oh. know that that wasn't mentioned before okay. a Zahn novel, but yeah. 
So or, so it must have been a, a Zon Star Wars yeah. novel? Because, yeah. yeah, it's not Did it's everybody not mentioned pick in the up the Blu-ray? Theory. I watched Oh, it. yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, watched the fuck yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched all the special features. What else does it have? Because I didn't buy it. A coworker well, of mine did, and we watched it. Well, that's uh, what we got. The documentary is five great. Hours. Mm-hmm. How, how long is it? It's an hour and a half, I think. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But then there's... Yeah. Yeah. length the... documentary about it. Um, Sweet. There, there's two documentaries, and then there's there's well, then there's some deleted scenes, and then there's the deleted scenes are I didn't I, yeah, they're, they're, they did nothing. For I'm me. fine that they were deleted. Yeah, they made sense that they were removed. Um, but yeah, the documentary is good. Deleted I mean, a few more. Uh, yeah, I'm know. fine with it. Yeah, I, I was really happy watching that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Are, are we uh, are we going to go to Dickie's graveyard? Well. Do you got you something? Let's do that. Do we want to do that? Is this uh, Bronson's graveyard? Do you want it to be Open a real the gates. a real person? Do you want it to be a fictional person? I think it should be real. Do you want it to be it's, a mix of both? It's uh, I'll be a real person with a fictional name. Done. Yeah, that's probably best. Okay. I don't. I don't want to affect any, uh, you know, future bookings that you may lose. Okay. Well, let's so, let's start. Or the fact that I'm recording it. <laughs> what future bookings? Uh, yeah, um, more than you've ever gotten. Ooh. And I'm wearing your gear. For one <laughs> I don't know about oh, this. Oh boy! Shit. <laughs> Most people who fucking your gear has ever seen is going to be worn by me. Again. Uh, what, what do you got? Fifteen hundred. What do you got, Dicky? I mean, I got, like, we could have brought this up a little bit better. Fine, Rick. Why don't you just do everything? No, that's fine. Welcome well, to the graveyard. <laughs> We're in Dickie Bronson's yeah. graveyard. Got all this audio equipment. Dude all holds right. his phone up to a microphone. <laughs> I'm old school. That's how I used to yeah, record no, it's fucking good. tapes. Yeah. Um, all right, this guy. It's the first one that comes to mind. I haven't thought about this dude in a long time. I'm going to call him Slap Jangle Wilkins for the sake of anonymity. This fucking Slap guy. Jack yeah, right. Slap Jack Wilkins. Slap Wilkins. He looks like fucking Grimace and kick pads. He was a piece <laughs> of shit. He looked like fucking if if Jeff Hardy and um the some shit that ran down some guy's ass in prison had a baby. Hold on. Dicky Dicky Dicky. Are we talking about a person who rhymes with an 80s shitty metal Yeah, band? you know exactly what I'm talking about. I okay. knew you'd know it. Fucking look like they were crossbred in a test tube and it got smushed up against the fucking test You're tube. You're not they really gonna tell out. this story. Tell the story. Why wouldn't I tell this fucking story? Tell the story. Uh, it's vulgar. If it's the one that it's I that you graveyard. told me, uh, that's 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 something. It's fucking. So, so this guy, I'm he's intrigued. a total. He's a piece. He's just sloppy. He thought he was Jeff Hardy and he had a lip ring, MWO but he had this like guy. long thinning hair. Oh. And like he just looked like the hill, like the Hardy Boys have eyes, like just looked terrible. <laughs> so fucking, he sucked, and he worked for a wrestling promotion. We'll call already called. Uh, well, we don't want to say. It. We'll call it. Hopefully, hopefully nobody heard. O W W. We'll call it. Yeah. Ow. O W W E I Y E S. Yeah. Ow eyes. Ow. Um, so um. I hear tell after years of hating this guy that uh, I guess his ex-girlfriend told everybody that she was jacking him off one day 
and it shot up to his lip and his stupid fucking lip ring. And he reaches down with his tongue, licks all of it up, and goes, mm. I mean, if you're in the moment. That, I mean, maybe there's and a time for that. Says she told everybody, she told Rich. No, she did tell me. Rich she told, told the guy I'll Rich call Mo Bantha. <laughs> she told Mo Bantha uh, about this, and Mo Bantha told everybody. And okay. fucking fuck this guy so much. Oh, wait, what about that one kid I beat up, uh, that manager? So that was the premiere episode of Bronson's I'm Graveyard. Not, <laughs> the gates are not closed oh. yet. I mean, whatever. Uh, okay. I'll just keep digging. You guys do your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So free man. comic book day is coming up on May 7th. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. You, do they have that in Texas? Did people, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People yeah, get shot about over run, that? Bro. I okay. talked to Worm at Detroit Comics. He says it's like the worst fucking day for him. I, yeah, I talked to him about that, too. It's got to be I, like St. Patrick's Day for a bartender. Kinda. Yeah, and uh, I asked him, <laughs> do people actually buy stuff? And he's like, no. Of course not. Why would they yeah. fucking? does no good. The word sale. free no. is there. Yeah. 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 Get yeah. a free drink. They're not going to buy it. Well, and, and I hate the fact that they, they released, I mean, the episode, uh, episode, issue zero of Civil War Two is coming out uh, as a free comic book. And there is no way I'm going to go there for that. Yeah. Uh, however, usually you can just go onto the Marvel app or the DC app or Comixology or whatever you want, and it's it's free there to download as well. So you can still read it, but you'll just the physical copy is gonna be stupid to get. What what preview issues did you bring with you? Here? What? I brought uh, the DC previews uh, outlining the rebirth that they're doing. Uh, I got Civil War three or two rather. Uh, the uh, Marvel previews, and then I got the image previews. Um, the uh, Civil War is going to be the new, the big Marvel event this summer. Uh, the Rebirth is going to be the big DC event this summer. And honestly, the DC uh, Rebirth event is going to make me tap out of a lot of books, just because they're most of DC's libraries going uh, bi-weekly. Oh, right. You had mentioned this before, and that stinks. It's too much. It's it's too much. It's it's they're gonna blow through stories. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a three hour raw. It's no good. I kind of feel bad for those people who work there. That seems like a tall order, dude. I I have been pump in out that much. Where yeah. Worm has had to talk to these people that come in the comic store and just go, "Hey, have you read this? What do you think of this? I didn't like that." And give their opinion on like everything in the store, and then oh, yeah. leave without buying anything after like an hour. I see it all the time. I'm like, dude, you poor man. Yeah, I go <laughs> in there. I I I, 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 I hit that time or two. I yeah. hit court uh, every Wednesday, and then I I Detroit Comics is on my way back to the office, so I'll hit it and just sit there and chat with it, chat them up for a few minutes. But I'm I'm picking up my books, but there's always a couple dudes in there that are just just chatting. I mean that, but that's but that's comic store life. That's yeah. Kind of the reason that I will always keep a comic book uh, uh, pull list somewhere rather than just buying them digitally is because I like the I'm going to go in and I'm going to ch- uh, sure, ch- talk nerd for a few minutes and then I'm going to leave. Yeah, and you bet. I've been into the comic stores where I'm willing to spend money, but yeah. they're too consumed in their nerd conversation where they can't fucking render me business so it's like all right we'll see you later i've like, been to comic come stores like that for sure i will say that oh, i ended uh, up at a record store yeah. went in houston at that record shop over in the heights 
And this guy oh, yeah. standing there in fucking flip flops and fucking cargo shorts with a fucking crew cut. And I, he was puffy and he thought he was jagged. He was the worst person. And he's just standing there talking about what real punk rock music was and blah, blah, blah. For like 45 minutes, I couldn't buy a single tape. Like it was terrible. And I was going to get a tape, by the way. <laughs> Good for you. And what'd you get? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> angry. That's, that's what I fucking got. got angry, angry got, and yeah, hungry and poopy. You got Thai food up the street. Yeah, that's yeah. You want to know what oh. I fucking got? A cold brew coffee. That's what I fucking got across the street. Nick, what store do you go to in uh, Houston for uh, comics? Uh, we have a shitload, actually. Uh, Third Planet is where my boss slash producer slash uh, good friend gets all his pulled from. So every time we go there, he has a box waiting for him, and I just, you know, buy one or two things. Uh, we got Bedrock Comics, which is more fancy, and then we got some we got some dives, too. Uh, I like to go to Nan's because there's a lot more, like, board games and nerdy shit, but the Houston has no shortage of comic shops, that's for sure. It's, that's it's cool. a good city. Yeah, Rich, you're strictly uh, Detroit Comics? I mean, yeah, I usually buy shit on Amazon, but I buy shit there to like keep it alive. Okay, basically. yeah, yeah, the pull list. I there. love Vault of Midnight, but you got to go to. They're building one downtown. It just opened this week. It's already open. Yeah, it opened on, I mo- saw on the, Monday. Holy yeah. shit! Is there another one? You should check that yeah, out. Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor and Grand Rapids were the first ones. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. yeah, they're so good. They're the best comic store I've ever been to. Creep. Madison Heights, comics and more. That's the one on uh, John R. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is this Chris yeah, Brown guy that everybody knows, and I've never met. Everyone I know he's knows the man. this fucking guy. Yeah. He's the he, man. Uh, oh, I was just saying, no, he's always over uh, uh, Jay Venom's house. Yeah. That's um, where I met him. That's where I've met him. Because yep. I've gone into a store because he's right by work. Speaking of and, Jay, should I do all his plugs for him since he's not here? Well, if I anyone got, doesn't know, he's shooting Outsiders he's right He's shooting now. Outsiders, Everybody too, uh, I think starts uh, next week or the week after. Yeah, um, and it's available on uh, <laughs> it's available on DVD via Amazon now. Yeah. yeah, and watch out for season two on WGN right after Gilmore Girls or something. I don't know. I don't watch that show. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Jay. Uh, I'm just please, man. The dude's the dude's doing huge stuff. So oh, yeah. we're fucking yeah. yeah it's awesome. We're just yeah. Batman, just what did you say about the guy? Um, what? So you don't have a pull list, Rich? You just go and buy, and walk out, pick out whatever looks interesting. So you get you get stuff off of Amazon. Yeah, it's like way cheaper. Really? I go through uh, uh, things from another universe, and I just have a pull yeah, list yeah. on there. It's basically if it starts with the word Star Wars. You can Wars buy them or... used on Amazon, too. Really? Like even yeah. cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, I found a lot of signed stuff on Amazon. People oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have that, too. Hey, Rick, did you end up reading the uh, comics we talked about in episode one? The, uh, just... you know, the Poe side stories Not and all yet. that stuff? I, they're sitting on my coffee table right now. I, I, oh, did, but I, you picked them up? Yeah, well, the thing with the Things from Another Universe is they'll get sent on comic book day, but uh, they send them via mail, and I think they're sending them from a BFE. So I don't see them right. for Tunisia, almost two weeks. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. So I started, I started flipping through C, uh, the C-3PO one, yeah. um, thinking, all right, well, I'll just bust this out. It's a, it's a one shot. And um, yeah, it, 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 uh, <laughs> It's a weird book. Yeah, I got comic book ADD real quick. I just went, yeah. all right, what's on TV? I saw that you had a Deadpool <laughs> Spider-Man uh, out there. That, that's turning out to be pretty darn good. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I like the Deadpool Spider-Man. Um, Deadpool is too many fucking books right now. Yeah. Uh, and they are all seem to be all bi-weekly. Um, de- the Deadpool proper book is no good right now. They're, they're sort of in a transition phase. 
Um, they're just getting out of the uh, the Sabretooth storyline, which is actually okay, but it's it's kind of all over the place. The Mercs for Money is literally just, can we milk more money out of Deadpool? So, yeah. I, I, Which is great for me. Uh, I bought his first appearance uh, comic book at uh, Third Planet in Houston oh, yeah. for like... Uh, it's, it's the only valuable comic book I have now because <laughs> it's just like Skyrim. Yeah. It's, it's going for some stuff right now. Cool, the so. real question is who nope. starred opposite Arnold Schwarzenegger and jingle all the way before landing in episode one. Uh, Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Holy yeah. shit. You guys are the fucking worst. How do <laughs> yeah. you know this? He was, uh, isn't that kid, kid in prison yeah. or yeah, he's a uh, psych ward or something? Yeah. He's hit some, wouldn't you be? It kind of ruined him. Yeah. Well, we, when we, you're we the worst child, known time. as the worst child actor yeah. in the history of cinema, that tends to fuck you up. I mean, yeah. I just shit my pants in kindergarten. That <laughs> tender spot for me for a good year. Every grade, as far as I've heard. Uh, no, I'm just, just not at school. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one on campus. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get into some. We got some shows coming up here. I'm going to start listing them off. Uh, first, uh, well, here's the thing. I mean, we're recording this thing. It's uh, Tuesday, uh, May 3rd. Uh, this Friday, we got Ooh La La Lucha, uh, May 6th at uh, St. Andrew's Hall, Lucha-style wrestling, tequila, gams, and body slams. Um, can we talk about that for a second real quick? We can talk about that, but real quick, uh, tickets are available at Imperial and Ferndale or via LiveNation.com. Uh, you can also find uh, Ooh La La Lucha on Facebook. It's spelled O O H, so it's more like Oh La La Lucha on Facebook. Ooh. But uh, Nick, what you got something to say about that? Uh no, it's just uh, it looks super awesome. I know it's the yeah. second or third one that it's they've done. One. But this one's in St Andrews. It yep. looks like a really big show. Uh, a lot of good talent and uh, some new fun characters, right, Dicky? And uh, everyone should go to that show at some point. And uh, and creepy and. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go hang you out. Know, you guys while. are going to be there anyways, but anyone yeah. who's listening, this is one of the fun shows that you should definitely go to because I'm, I'm the only one who can admit that I'll be the one I'll be time. refereeing. But. I think it, this is my concern is if you they're going to have – Yeah, I, I just want to know if we're going to have guardrails or security because I remember the first year people were trying to jump in the ring. Let him in. Well, and that's that's always the case at Squared Circle. I'll show, him, I'll show yeah. him the fucking door. Squared, <laughs> like, squared Circle, man. Every show, the there's ring. some fucking hipster that jumps up on that ring apron and gets and shit thinks they're a friggin' yeah. a friggin' manager. So in the middle of a match, Rock I got to run over teeth. and scream at him. And you know, I'm basically okay. Are you gonna? If, as soon as you stick your head in this ring, dude, it, it's coming it's, up. Something's happening. Yeah. Uh, the the, the last squared even, circle. The all the boys were on. Um, Nick, I think you were in this match. I was. Um, all the boys are on the ring apron, and some dude jumped up and grabbed onto. Uh, uh, Eddie Venom's Brooks. back. See, I didn't yeah. see and, that. And I was right. And I just, I basically. You know, yeah, I, I was there for that. Show. I, I, I that. grabbed I him weird. and like, you know, ref yelled at him, like, yeah, "Get your fucking hands off of him!" And you started counting just, one. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, well, yeah. so the, yeah. the the first squared circle I did, some hipster jumps up there yeah. in the middle of a match, and I run over there like, "Who the fuck are you?" And I, I'm thinking like, "This is something I, you know, okay, nobody told me about this." All right, well, and, let's let's tell everybody about this. The whole three people that are listening. Yeah, if you get in the ring, no matter who you are, yeah. if you get in the ring, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Plain and simple. Come it's to our o- ring. It's open and, season. And you're you're a part of the show and we're going to beat the living shit out of you. Yep. <laughs> yep. You <laughs> become real your gimmick play. is the example. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, that's and that's so that's I think the case at these shows, you know, it's more of a kind of a hipster and plus they're hammered too. They're yeah. so hammered. Well, and this is more I mean, that's what's fun about makes these fun sh- But yeah, these know, are great shows. Go to them. Too. <laughs> yeah, jump um, in the ring, especially yeah. when uh, my friend Yeah, are there. just don't don't just don't jump in the ring, go and have a good time, yeah. but this is one the, the traditional we'll independent wrestling show. show. There's there's a lot of uh uh, fun and storytelling, and you know, good-looking girls and fun I'm gonna times I'm gonna bury to real quick, and then I'm gonna bring it back positive. Here we go. Uh, Open I the saw, game. and Presley did this once. He told a kid, he was yelling, blah blah, and some kid was talking shit, and he said, "Oh, why don't you get in here?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Never them. tell them, never ever ever." Right up, as and he went he in there. It, he tried to slide. Never the tell them to get in the fucking ring. A legal reasons, I assume. Yeah. If you tell yeah. them to get okay. in the ring, you can't kick their ass out. Well, you you can, yeah, but the it's, Dudley boys, and you invited them in the Attitude Era. But, but always, they had guards. They had security the guards. Yeah. So they'd never make it in. But, Absolutely. But never tell them to get in because they fucking will, and they're going to think it's a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? you're gonna, you're opening yourself up to a, a wide variety. I mean. Yeah, theoretically speaking, legally speaking, actually, if somebody jumps in the ring Spiegeling. and you kick, if you and you kick the fuck out of them, you're still going to be liable unless yeah. you can show that they were you were in like imminent danger. danger. Yeah, because um, this ain't Houston. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I would think but, just it, being in the ring, you're in imminent danger. But it, that's and that's and that's what the, the in, ring. Remember when if you see somebody jump in the ring. You don't know if they have something. Yeah. You are protecting sure. yourself. It's the same, yeah. thing. It's the same thing as on stage yeah. if you're a stand-up yeah. or you're a band. I mean, look what oh, happened exactly. to Dimebag. I mean, if someone jumps up and you're not expecting them to see them on stage, in the ring, whatever yeah. the case may be. Well, uh, because you know, once they, they enter the ring, they're technically trespassing. They're not. That's not a, a, sure. a part the that they're itself, allowed to be in. The ring itself is a battlefield. That's what yeah. we do in there. So it'd be the same yeah. thing as someone tried jumping in the cage in MMA. Sure. All yeah, right, real quick, we got to sure. say goodnight to uh, Dickie Bronson here. He's got to go. Uh, you got. You got a fitting. Yeah, I got a fitting. You got a fitting. I got a fitting. You got a late night fitting. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah what, what are you getting fitted for? What, what exactly fits? I, mean, I got a cape fitting. <laughs> really? I gotta make sure my That's cape awesome. fits. Is it a really sweet cape or is it just one of them like Well it's gotta be fitted, so you tell me, bro. Well it could be going halfway <laughs> down the back and have a, a strange gold collar around it. I don't know if exactly it's the kind of cape. I mean, that you I'm don't know what's fucking cool. You don't I don't know. apparently until you see it. Bro's fucking, he's Lando Calrissian over here. He's yeah, fucking he's, bringing he's capes got, in. You know, yeah, I, that's true, because I'm the blackest motherfucker in this room right now. That is yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna I only because I'm yeah. not there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> oh man. Oh. It's okay. good seeing you guys though. So what else we got to plug? Oh, we got plenty we to go up? here. Rich just has to hit the road here. So, so all right, okay. buddy. See you, bud. We'll see you, Thanks, man. man. Yep. Get caped up. Um. So yeah. So we got Ulalu Lucha this Friday. Hopefully, uh, everyone hears this between now and then. Um. Then we go right into XICW. XICW Best in Detroit. We got a, actually a big weekend coming up. Uh, Best of Detroit 15 is Saturday, May 14th at the Imperial House in Clinton Township. Um, I want to say we've got uh, Biss coming in. We've got, uh, what's the guy, Crazy Steve? Yeah. Crazy Steve. And then um, uh, 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 there's somebody else signed. Well, um, 
No, who's uh, Rockstar. Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud Rockstar and Willie Watts Spud. are going to be going Zahara's in. Zahara's going to be there, too. Uh, Zahara Shriver's yeah. going to show up. She's scouting talent. Yeah, you know, something. she might be scouting uh, Dickie Bronson. Who knows? She might be scouting something else. But uh, <laughs> then that Sunday, XICW Proving Ground 3 at the Ritz in Warren. Uh, those Proving Ground shows are uh, they're, they're fun. They're fun. Um, recently, uh, Johnny Delicious brought in his attorney. Uh, a damn fine attorney. Is, uh, I don't know, man. He, me, seen, he, he just he jumped right ask, off the back of an ambulance. Can I ask ambulance. you guys, from these proving grounds, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen any uh, footage. Who's standing out for you amongst the young guys who are proving their ground, so to speak? Who, who's who, who's uh, your horse? Well, uh, I mean, there's Jay Maynard. Yeah. Um, all right. I see you're all like looking at me because I've been I've been scouting since day one. Yeah. Even before they even started this proving ground stuff. Uh, yeah. Jay Maynard's getting up there, but there's another guy who seems pretty new to me. I've never actually seen him train. He just appeared there. It's Dre Jacobs. Oh right, mm. right. That's a big kid. That's the guy with yeah. the Mavado. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. And yep. he, he's a big kid, but that kid can move. <laughs> like I've I've seen him. Yeah. Is he out of, I think he's out of Canada, isn't he? Yeah, and he's been uh, wrestling amazing Nate Matson. Uh, what is this? This is probably two or three times. Maybe How old is he? Three. He's a younger cat. Younger twenties. Yeah. yeah. Twenty two, twenty three, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know how Nate Manson is. He doesn't take it easy on any anybody. There's yep. never a night no. off with Nate. That you know that's been kind of cool. Is uh, Nate being part of the proving ground? No, he doesn't. Um, I mean, as far as uh, you know, Detroit vets. I mean, he's he's the guy. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's, Nate it's, helped. There isn't there isn't a person that Nate hasn't helped. At, at some point in yeah. their career, if they've been around or, you know, are in the in Michigan, not just know. Detroit, but in Michigan. We don't I mean, exactly have to talk about him. For it's not like he's going to be listening to since this. Since the late 90s. So oh, he might be. Miss that, but dude. What's know, up, we'll Nate? Put him over. Hope you listen or watch or what's up, buddy? <laughs> um, so, yeah, real quick, you can go to XICWDetroit.com. You can go to XICW on Facebook or XICWProvingGround.com. Get all your information, all your ticketing information. Again, uh, Saturday, May 14th, XICW, and then Sunday, May 15th at the Ritz, XICW Proving Ground. Double shot weekend. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a very busy weekend. Um we got uh, we got guys that go down to Lima, Ohio. Uh, war, wrestling, and respect out of Lima, Ohio. Consequences, consequences. Pardon me, of war uh, is this Saturday, May seventh, at the uh, UAW Hall in Lima, Ohio. You can go to warwrestling.com or War Ohio on Facebook. Brothers. Yeah, you got your Scarbonis go down there. Uh, you got the uh, I think they're calling themselves the Nasty. That's basically uh, Jake something and Austin Mannix. The dirty. And uh, the dirty, the dirty, one of somebody's nasty. Yeah, those guys are both. That's Danny Shea, real solid. Danny dude. Shea's no, he's a four fifty boy. Yeah, but he's yeah. a nasty boy. He's, he's, he's yeah. a yeah. <laughs> he's and then uh, uh, hybrid goes down there. Orlando Christopher, Mikey Smalls, uh, Mikey Smalls is down there. Yeah, so uh, there's a good crew down there. That's those are good shows for sure. Uh, they for pack years the place years, too. Yeah, they've been around been doing it for. Yeah. Over 10 years, maybe longer. Um, so that brings us, actually, uh, speaking of Mikey Smalls and Hybrid, uh, we've got Underground Wrestling Society returns to Whitmore Lake Saturday, May 21st. Uh, UndergroundWrestlingSociety.com, Underground Wrestling Society on Facebook. Um, those have been some fun shows. And I'll say the uh, the after parties are pretty fun, too. We usually have a... Whitmore Lake, uh, that's out by, like... like Brighton. Uh, yeah, Brighton. Area. Brighton, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much it's... All the shows have been kind Back of on road. the outskirts of Brighton. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so kind of going, you know, really west side, uh, different... 
you know, different crowds than what, uh, you know, you're going to see when you're heading into Warren or, or uh, going down river and whatnot. So uh, it's, it's kind of so neat. So your to... car won't get broken into out there is what you're saying. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You I'm know, joking. Just because it's Come a wrestling on. show. Yeah, and it's still Yo, a wrestling okay. show. You never know. <laughs> still a wrestling <laughs> They seem to bring out the real winners right, of the town. Right, but those have been some fun shows. There's uh, a lot of stuff going into those. And again, the, uh, the after parties, uh, we usually find a bar afterwards. It gets announced beforehand. Um, I think this last one was at, uh, uh, not Captain, Captain Lou's out of Traverse City. This was Captain, uh, oh, Balls. Captain Balls. Captain Captain Balls. Oh, man. I'm going to have to cut that one out. But uh, it was a good time. You know, if you want to sit with the boys and have a drink, that's, uh, that's where they're at. Um, then we got, uh, you know, this pretty much the same, not the same crew, but a lot of these guys go out to uh, Super Kick Pro Wrestling uh, super kicked pro wrestling rock show out of Toronto, uh, Canada. Uh, they got set it off on Friday, May 27th at the Great Hall in Toronto, Canada. That's uh, superkick.com or super kicks pro wrestling show pro <laughs> super kicks pro wrestling rock show and training center on Facebook. They need to shrink those that guys up. have amazing uh videos and web content their shows and, look uh, great. i've been friends i've been friends with ashley six since yeah in the early 2000s the guys he's a cancer survivor yep. now he's run the hottest show in canada yep super happy for them super successful promotion and like i said check out their videos because they are straight up like cool yeah whether you're a wrestling fan or not like that shit is is hot like yeah, they, they seem to have a really a nice content out there. um there's another uh show you know i didn't jot it down here but out of Toronto was uh, it Lucha T.O.? Yeah. Lucha What's uh, when's Lucha that? Toronto. Um, geez, they actually have another show. They, they got, got a, a show coming up in a couple weeks here, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look that one up real quick. We've also got a uh, Detroit style wrestling. Uh, bad dudes. Sunday, June twelfth, the VW VFW Hall in Allen Park. Uh, you can find <laughs> that's uh, a great name. Bad dudes. Bad dudes. It. Detroit style wrestling on Facebook. Um, and then uh, something that. Uh, um, Basically, uh, we, we've talked about last time, and, and I want to bring up again on June 4th, Zach Gowan and Gregory Iron uh, have their Wrestling for Warriors, and it's at the Gate Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, there's, uh, they're starting to actually develop a card for that. Uh, wrestling for Warriors is a nonprofit charity wrestling organization dedicated to helping disabled and or terminally ill children. Uh, you can go to Wrestlers for Warriors, uh, WrestlingForWarriors.com, or uh, and then uh, I you know I had a note here actually from the last show so this is already past tense but Zach just hit the American Ninja Warrior course uh, on April 27th in Indianapolis Indiana um, looks like uh, you know he's he he can't say anything about it but uh, he sure looks pretty happy with uh, with uh, what he was able to do there and everyone seemed pretty happy that yeah. that saw it and uh, getting to see him um, and get his message out there yeah I mean you know Zach's just one of those guys that. Uh, um, all he's got to do is show up. People want to listen to what he's got to say, exactly. and they want, and they want to see what he's going to do. And then you, Jesus, you throw, you know, you throw any human being at that uh, um, the course that Ninja Warrior course, just and and it's it. just it, it blows you away. But then you got this guy on one leg doing it, and nothing stops him. Yeah, he's been hitting them gyms, man, where they yeah. practice all that stuff. Yeah. He's got video after video of him. Hey, Rick, what's yeah. the date of that Warrior show again? The I've, Warrior I've show in Fort Wayne? online that... stuff for it. it yeah, like June 4th. So it, uh, 
uh, you know, I'm just going off the top of my head here, but I know uh, Mickey James is involved. Uh, Rhino's going to be down there. Obviously, you got the uh, handicap heroes, Zach Allen and Gregory Iron. Yeah, that's the same um, date as that Lucha Toronto show. Oh, there. really? Yep. Oh, so bummer. Okay. Time. So, that's yeah, why well, our Canadian somebody. listeners can go to the Toronto. Yeah, that's show. true. If yeah. you're near Toronto or yeah. if you're near Indiana, uh, a lot of Detroit boys are, are driving down to uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana to be part of that. Um, I think uh, uh, Johnny Gargano is on that show. Um, uh, uh, Tomasa Ciampa. Yeah, um, it looks stacked. Yeah, they, they've got a good card going for that one. And then, uh, you know, I brought this up the last time. A lot of us uh, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Truth Martini's House of Truth Wrestling School. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Creeper is uh, one of the head trainers there, if not the head trainer. Um, I'd say that <laughs> most guys have two heads. So uh, yeah. there's two heads. Uh, the next 12 week course or class starts uh, June 20th. Uh, you can go to hotwrestlingschool.com uh, and or Hot Wrestling School on Facebook. Um, you know, I, I don't. It, I said it last time, but quite frankly, if you want to be involved in professional wrestling in any capacity, in every capacity, uh, th- that's the place to, to go. And um, and he's the guy to talk to. Yep. Yeah, uh, center line. And that's Michigan, true. Right off six ninety six. Yep. yep. Yeah, and, uh, it doesn't matter what whether you want to be a, a wrestler, a referee, a manager, a valet, um, a broadcast journalist. Yeah, a stick man. Well, and, that, and that leads me to my plug, Rick. Yeah. Thanks for the wonderful lead in. There you I go. Didn't get my plug uh, last time because my house was being or my garage was being burglarized. So I'll <laughs> just say, uh, yeah, you know, I went through. Uh, the house of truth as well for for a good span of time and learned a lot of great things and you know i'm when i relocated to texas you know all i had to say was his name and people started using me i've refed i've managed and uh what i'm going to promote here and the only thing i'm going to promote is the uh documentary i made for ring of honor wrestler ray rowe uh he's from cleveland but he also lives in texas down here we became friends just from mutual acquaintances and he got signed to ring of honor and then almost died in a motorcycle accident and i shot and documented his entire recovery so it's it's a shoot interview but it has a lot of footage of his friends and family and a lot of his match footage um from the indies and ring of honor you can find it on Ring of Honor's website. Uh, it's called The Path, the Ray Rose story, and you can find it on uh, his uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. So it's available on DVD and digital download. Okay, so it's that's available for post. sale? Oh, absolutely, okay. yeah. All the benefits go to pay his medical bills uh, that almost killed him. Uh, he had to get his arm completely rebuilt mm-hmm. uh, once he went through uh, – car on a motorcycle that he should have been yeah, dead he was pretty much so up. it's a it's a great story um he survived he's a, he's in a the car northern guy like mm-hmm. us he worked for at huck uh, uh before he moved to texas he's a pittsburgh guy and uh, uh you know he he worked all the indies just a solid dude finally got his break in ring of honor they signed him and then he almost died so you know uh i don't make a dime on it all the proceeds go right to paying off his like astronomical uh medical bill he asked me if i could cut him a highlight video and i was like i'll do you one better let's just do the whole documentary and tell your story so you can find it online man so check it out if you guys uh want to see one what was the name of it again uh it's called the path uh ray rose documentary and it's on uh ringofhonor.com right right now very cool good very cool 
you know what? I think uh, the last thing I wanted to bring up since we got Creeper here, I got Jay here, uh, Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know how much we want to talk about that, but are you going to Grand Rapids to see them? Metal bands. Um, no, I'm not going to Grand Rapids. I saw them last time they were through mm-hmm. at the shelter, which obviously you were there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I got, I had enough. I had my fill. We're I've hooked. Yeah, yeah, no, we're they, hooked. Uh, you, you, uh, uh, they you were and... just in Houston, uh, but I had seen them before. Really? Uh, and they played Austin two years ago, and I went and saw them, and they, it was exceptional. Yeah, Love their, their shows are Love phenomenal. Their like, it's there's such a, an environment when mm-hmm. you, as soon as you walk in and you're waiting for them to go from the time they start playing and they do their costume changes and they bring out the nuns and it's yeah, just like it's, a whole it's, uh, it's surreal in a way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I uh, I think that's uh, what May it's Friday May twentieth yep. in Grand Rapids, so we're we're heading down there to yeah. To if see you haven't that seen them yet, go see them. And doesn't oh, matter yeah. if you're down with whatever. It's just good music. It's got a theme. Yeah, and it's, it's very like there's a lot of showmanship that goes mm-hmm. into what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh we we saw them live and I I when we saw them live I had heard a couple singles but I never really listened to a full album mm-hmm. when I I got home and I immediately uh got the rest of the albums off iTunes and I was worried that it wasn't going to translate the live show was not going to translate onto the uh the re- it the, does. the recorded and oh, it does wow. absolutely oh, yeah. they're they're, great they're musicians they're a great studio band they're a great live yeah. band which is a, is a, is an unusual combo yeah so it was yeah, and, the, and I love how you know. I mean, the the mysteriousness of them, and they're all wearing masks, and the 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 Papa Emeritus like evolution, and how he goes from one to another. It's yeah, almost like they're the taking uh, tropes from classic shock rock, but making it a lot more refined and a lot more um, just just good. <laughs> you know, yeah, like exactly. it's just fucking awesome. Well, yeah. and just that aura reminds me of like when I I I grew up just loving kiss ace right. freely mainly and that was back when nobody knew what they looked like or supposedly especially if you were an eight-year-old kid exactly. um and and now here's this band especially in the day and age of, of the internet social media blah 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 you know yeah even we, bands like slipknot I, everyone knows what Corey taylor looks like oh, i yeah. have no clue what anybody from ghost looks yeah. like it could be creep for all i know you know hey, what i mean dude no it's not me okay but yeah there's that 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 mystery there and even you know you can go online and you can look and yeah, okay here's theories it, and here's who you know it doesn't matter but but, but even still but yeah but it. even still it's kind of like well you know nobody's sure you know, it's, so there's there's that mystery yeah. there that's just cool, and then uh, just just to see their whole show and how they have a show that flows together that reminds you of um, like an older arena rock band. Or, yeah, it's or, operatic. Yeah, you know? it's it. You know, they they take you through. You know, essentially their whole. You know, to them, it's or it's a service. It's a um, they have a word for it. Um, a ritual, a ritual, a ritual. yeah, yeah. Um, One of their songs, yeah. It's it's good stuff. I, I, I you know, I had heard uh, you know Mavado and you talking about them uh, years ago. Yep. I remember driving uh, Mavado to uh, Comic Con, and he popped in their D, their uh, uh, CD, and we listened to that. We're their stuck. First one. Uh, second, second one. one. Okay. Uh, yeah. I heard the the instrumental off of the first album. Yeah. And I instantly fell in love, and I didn't even hear the guy's voice yet. 
Oh, and then wow. they play the he played the first song off the album. Yeah, he sings like an and the angel. First, yeah, the first words he says is Lucifer. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, yeah. all right, my, we're in, yeah. we're in, <laughs> dig it. And then I saw what they looked like, and I was just yeah. like, oh yeah, these guys are yeah. good. I dig yeah. the new the the current the iteration. First. Yeah, the, the music oh, yeah. first. You listen to the music and whether or not they're a good <laughs> band or not, and then you look at these guys. And even throughout the generations, there's three different looks that they've had. Yep. Even the first look is just like. You're completely taken back at like what exactly is this? Right, and yeah. then you listen to the content with the imagery, and it's like this is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. there's the that video online it. of I, I want to say like their second ever uh, concert, and Papa One walks out, and he's you know that very old man, yes. and the paint wasn't exactly perfect, the, the red and the and black. Yeah, and they shiny. they come walking out, and it, and it almost looked like it looked like the token lounge in Westland, like this really yeah, small, small bar. Yeah. And the, you could just hear the crowd going, what the fuck is this? What the, they didn't, they, you could just tell well, the, the sound in the crowd was like, what are we about? What is this? Yeah. You know, there was a little bit what, of laughter, a little I, bit of, you know, go ahead, Nick. What I really like about it though, is, you know, people that may have heard of ghosts or seen of ghosts, you know, you may see a picture of Papa or you may see, you know, like a, a clip of the band. Cause now they're like, didn't they just win a Grammy or something? Yeah, like they're they like did. recognized now. Best metal so performance. It's like, yep. Uh, you would expect them to be like a more lamb of God or slipknot yeah. or, you know, just or Testament, like any kind of like speed or death metal. And then you listen to it and it's just this very operatic, very precise, very technical sounding, and it's beautiful rock album. Beautiful. It exactly. really takes oh, yeah. people That's by surprise. Even, even, even people who, that don't like that kind of music, like if you don't show them what they look like and you play it for them, people will dig it, no matter what their interest yeah. in music is. Oh, Whether it's, it's the look or the, yeah. or the sound. It all the whole package of Ghost in itself, like I said earlier, is brilliant. Yeah, it sounds like it was recorded in like the 1700s, but yeah. with modern technology. It's well, and that's what sweet. I dig about their current look is you know they went after that. They wanted to be this old uh, kind of romantic era, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Or at least the the the, the ghouls want to wanted to look like uh, some kind of um, uh, gothic uh, statue. Yeah. And, and they look like they're almost literally all wearing tuxedos. Yeah. Yeah. So they're very yeah. classically dressed. Papa comes out looking like, uh, you know, Rudy Valentino. Yeah. Um, old, yeah. Like, so cool. It's just <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> you you can't not love it. Yeah. Uh, creepy. Have you listened to the new Baroness album? Speaking of music, I've seen the, yeah, that? That I saw them in Ohio with Baroness and the, the music that those guys played, like I had no problem enjoying it. You know what I mean? Usually sure. opening band is like, all right, get out of the way. I paid to see Ghost. Mm-hmm. These guys, let them play. These guys are fine. Totally cool. But I haven't heard any of their newer stuff. That's all I saw was them live. Well, they they almost all died in like a bus crash, like oh, Metallica style. And news. the what? lead singer and guitarist had nerve damage, and they said they'd never play again. And they went on like a two-year hiatus. And now they finally came back with this album and this tour. And now they're touring with Ghost and everything. So it's really a big comeback story for uh Really decent metal band right. that I oh. think uh, a lot of people will like. I remember I listened to one song before actually seeing them, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be, this will be fine." And then when yeah, they played good. live, it they're was real like good. even better. You know what I mean? So yeah, I like some hard, sure. crunchy, crunchy tunes, man. Fast yeah, nice riff, nice riffy, crunchy tunes. So I just, <laughs> I, I, I just pulled up my Facebook because I wanted to look up another band that was just at uh, St. Andrews. Um, friend of mine went to it and uh she was basically comparing them 
kind of to a ghost or at least uh, the same kind of aura. Wasn't the sword, was it? Um, Amon Amon Aramath. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it, but that's like some death metal. Okay. It's not like ghosts. It's usually this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of stuff. But anyway, so I'm looking at this, and then uh, there's something right here. uh, Public Enemies coming into town Saturday, August 6th. Oh, yeah. Dude. Terminator X. Yeah, uh, Jay. We're in. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what if I. God, I hope I got nothing going on that night. <laughs> What's the what venue? Um, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Uh, Freedom Hill. Uh, Jesus, that's like I mean that's that's, that's kind of like my backyard. Uh, Public Enemy, Ice T, Naughty by Nature, Grandmaster, Melly Mel, and uh, and Scorpio, Sugar Hill Gang, Curtis Blow, EPMD. Hmm. Uh, you had me at public enemy. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah. Yep. So there. Okay. okay. Anyway, <laughs> we got anything else, guys? I think we're good. I think that's it, buddy. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining in again, guys. Good to see you again, Nikki, even yeah. though it isn't it's really Good to in see person. you, creepy. You know I miss you. Cluck, cluck. <laughs> yeah. Chicken. <laughs> Creep, thanks for uh, joining in, uh, you know, especially. Uh... Which is funny because I brought some Hobo the Clown 8x10s. Oh, look at that. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> Just, you know, decorate the room a little bit. Leave my aura behind. So. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. All right, gents, we're out of here. We'll see you guys uh, ringside. Thanks, everybody. You. Cheers. Hey. Hey.